You ready? I'm ready. your spiritual podcast station bring you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studio my name is natia moore and i'm anthony fliggins and this is pastor anthony said this is the past tour we are back take two yes okay? yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> how, about how about that it does feel like it's been a while, but everybody, we're back on our past tour. How's your day going? I'm doing wonderful. Your day? It's doing. It's it's something. It's interesting. Okay, it's okay. Been a, it's been a busy, rainy, busy, busy, busy rainy day. Rushful kind of okay, day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's a lot, but um, it's cool. All good. All good. All good. good. How about you? Oh, no complaints. I um had a couple of things I did this morning, mm-hmm. and then um you know back in action. I already have so you know uh yeah. When I know they have busy days, I try to plan the day before, mm-hmm. and I, sometimes I overplan. You know, oh, I'm saying? I guess I overplan everything. Good. You know, I take I'll take uh, five hours to plan for something for two or an hour, just just in case things happen. Time, you know, what I'm saying people. I just set everything in place. So when I know I have a busy day, I usually overplan because you got to give space for things that may happen. happen yeah. yeah. So I just overplan. Yeah, I got like three outfits today just in case. Yeah, I'm serious because <laughs> it's just good. like, I mean, if you go say it's right now, they're already on that's the hangar. That's really good. I just learned to overplane for these kind of days. Uh, you know, fill the gas tank up, wow. you know, clean the, the car, inside the car, you know, yes, I just sir, had yes, everything sir. locked in. Bag, uh, um, but you can go see my bag is set. I mean, wow. every little yeah. thing down to the, uh, my, my, you know, chapstick. You know what I'm saying? It's just sitting right there that's just like I can grab it. Pens, yeah. paper. I just want to be able to go. That yeah. is excellent. Because when it's busy, y'all know we get it gets. You it know gets, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know so, it's real. So I learned to do that one. I I make a habit of doing that. I have to get better with that. Oh, I'm man. not. I'm really like when I say that. Even and this is. I'm a little embarrassed about this. I'm ashamed. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Like even in the morning time, like I have to right. be to work at seven o'clock. I literally just give just enough enough time yeah. to get out to drive Chloe off to do, to get oh to work. God. So if there's any delays, yeah, yeah, I'm late. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like today, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. any look, I have to, I have to do better, and wow. and I and I'm aware of that. I'm wow. aware that it has to be. I have to get better with that. So yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to um start with prayer? Let's pray. Before, but... Heavenly Father, we thank you for grace, for strength, for truth, and for mercy. We thank you for being our God, being good, being kind, and being merciful. We thank you for having the love that you've given us. Thank you for allowing us to be here one more time. Thanking you for giving us the strength and the peace and the time. Yes, Just Lord. to get it right. Another day to get it right. We bless you now. If we ever give clarity of thought, give wisdom and sound understanding towards you and your people. We give you all praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Now we pass tour. Listen, make sure that you share. Um, we are live right now on Facebook. Um, yes. This episode will be available um, this coming Friday. Right. We'll have it uploaded onto Spotify and Apple. But if you are watching us right now on Facebook, yeah. come on and share, 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 like. Let somebody know that we are on and the past tour is back. Yes, 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 yes. We are back. And we got a guest today in the building. We do. <laughs> well, really not guest. He's really family. You yes. know, I can't. We we cannot call this man guest. I would be. I would be remiss. I think if so. I would consider this <laughs> this young man a guest. Uh, he's part of the, he's part of our family. We thank God for him, and we're gonna allow him to uh, introduce himself 
And uh, we're going to move forward and allow the Lord to have his way. Yes. Uh, my good brother, Gabe, listen. Yes. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Pastor. How are you? No complaints. <laughs> no good. complaints. Good. No complaints. Tell the world who you are. Oh, man. I am Gabriel Thomas. Uh, I'm an artist, Christian, husband, father. Um, I think I got everything. Okay. <laughs> you Wait, you stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Those Gabe, can you elaborate things. on who right, you are? Right, right. <laughs> he bulleted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us? Elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little further in detail. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> thank you, bro. <laughs> I'm the youth pastor at uh, New Mount Sinai Ministries under the uh, pastorship of Andre Nance and uh, co-pastor uh, Nakia Nance. Okay. Um, I'm a musician. Um, I'm an artist. Um, recording artist. Uh, trying to think of the uh, is that enough detail? Is no, that you didn't. No. You just gave us the yeah. titles. I feel like they're gonna find out a lot about me. Yeah, the, yeah. let's start the here. Through the questions. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, yeah, start yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about it? How about it? Okay, so okay. so, go ahead, go ahead, so, okay, so you said youth pastor. Yes, ma'am. Okay, you said recording artist. Yes, ma'am. You said father. Yes. You said husband. Uh huh. What else did you say? What else did I say? Christian. Christian. Christian, yes, yes. That's, that's, that's probably important. That's okay, probably so how important. long have you been pastoring now? Is this your first pastorship? Is this, is this yes, your first time yes. to the pastor? Yes, I, I was, um, I was put in this position, I believe, 2021. Okay. Um, right in the same event that I was ordained as a minister, Okay. I was um, installed as youth pastor. Oh, wow. Stop wife. right there. We got to talk already. Okay. Yes, sir. We already got to talk. Here we go. Yes, sir. As while you were being ordained minister, yes, sir, you were also ordained youth pastor. Yes, sir. Is that is that, that hear you correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so you didn't go through those that that um those stages of you know this into ministry from one level to the next. Um, I was doing the work of youth pastor before um I got the actual title. Okay. okay. Um, but as far as uh stages, I mean, nah, I just. Believed in Jesus, and uh, my pastor recognized uh, my calling to minister to youth, and um, so he put me to work. And then um, I, I think it was maybe about a year, and then um, you know he let me know, hey, you know I'm gonna install you as youth pastor. Wow. Okay. Yes, sir. And it went, and it went just like that. Yes, sir. And um, oh, and and what was the uh, what was what was the um, what was the response? Um. Well, like I said, I had already been doing the work, and so the youth were, like, ecstatic. They were like... What was your response? My response? To the oh. responsibility. Um, well, when he first put me to work, I'm just like, okay, I know that I love to do this and I would like to do this, but um, I had never... Before that point, I haven't been in charge of anything other than a music ministry. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was definitely uncharted territory, but I was excited to do it um, because it was a passion. I love to teach. And specifically, um, I love the opportunity to be the teacher I wish I had. Okay. 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 So um, it was definitely terrifying but exciting at the same time. But by the time I was installed as youth pastor, I had already been doing it for like a you year. Had been, so. You had been doing it for a year yeah, or so. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't no challenge, wasn't no you don't have to go no in, in uh you know so no uh, internal wrestling. Uh oh, no, not not internal. Um having the official title comes with a little more responsibility as far as um representing myself in the ministry now yes. on uh on social media in public and things like that, but okay. um there was no internal 
wrestling. I'm like, nah, this is definitely what I'm supposed to be doing. This right is now. what you're supposed to be yeah. doing. Right <laughs> wow, that's good. Sure that's that's good. That's was good. it a part of like your prayer request? Like, was it in there? Like, did you know? Did you have a knowing that it was coming or? No. Okay, so it was a surprise no. when he asked you. It was. It wasn't a full surprise. Um, at the church that I was previously at, I was um I was headed the I was heading the youth choir. And so obviously that's not really the same thing in the youth ministry, but I um, have been working for working with kids for about maybe 11, 12 years. Oh, okay. So um, as a dance instructor. Oh, and okay. So I, okay. Um, I had a passion for that and specifically for teaching children. And I um, thought that I was gifted in that area. So um, it wasn't too far outside of what I uh, was already doing, but being spiritually responsible for these youth who right. are very intelligent and who had a million questions was yeah. definitely like, okay, I'm going to have to, yeah. get, I'm going to have to settle into this. Right. right yes, sir. Right. So you didn't have to go through any transitional period between being a minister and a youth pastor at your church. Um, people already saw you doing the work and they, and yeah. you, and you, and um, you, uh, uh, well, apparently yeah. you have accepted the call. Yes, sir. Was there any instructions given to you that you can remember outside of the normal, you know, be good, you know, you know, you, you know, be a man of God. You know, any any personal instruction that you can remember, we're going right in, that you can remember that's going to say, hey, I remember this, and some things that are said from an older minister to a younger minister that makes a younger minister say, this is real. This is, I can't play with this. Yes. So it's kind of related, kind of not. And the reason I say that is because um, through doing the work before I was officially um, installed as youth pastor. My my pastor had let me know that he saw um, the calling um, to be a pastor one day. Okay. And the first time he said that, um, I wasn't even ordained as a minister yet. And mm. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. You know, that that's, that's interesting. But um, as that kind of came to life and, um, I came to see it for myself, I think that was in a word, probably, uh, the best thing he could have told me because I'm not necessarily making a difference between being a youth pastor and being a senior pastor. Okay. In the ways that matter. All right. Say that again. I'm not like differentiating between in lifestyle and who I am between being a youth pastor and being um, a senior pastor, as far as, um, you know, youth pastors kind of got a bad name. Right. Uh, they're kind of, um, they're said to be worldly. They're said to have like kind of one foot in one foot out. They're said to be too close to the people who they minister to. And oh, so okay. they kind of um, live a life uh, less than that of a pastor. Okay. Uh, a senior pastor. Okay. And so, um, so you're saying you hold yourself. To I don't make that distinction. Standards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I have to be for those who I teach. I mean, more so than what I say, I feel like what I do is most important for those who I'm an example for. Good, 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 yes, good, good, good. And how long you say it's been so far? It's been since 2021. Yeah. 2021. Yes, sir. Okay. That's yesterday. It that's hasn't been fast. long. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 2021. Yes, sir. Wow. And now you, and now, and now that you're here, um, I'm going to ask a question that I may not, I, I I don't know if I have the right to ask this question. How long do you think you're going to be doing this? Uh, I think I'm going to be doing it um, until God calls me in a pastorship. Okay. I don't see myself um, stopping any type of 
before that. Or should I say the only reason I feel that I would stop is if God calls me in the pastorship. Okay, like, okay, good, good, yes, good. Sir. But where you are, you're going to be faithful where you are doing what you're uh, absolutely. doing. I plan to be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, how did you, how did you marry? Yes, I heard sir. the word wife. Yes. yes. Yes, I heard the word wife. <laughs> hey, wife, how you doing? <laughs> hey, wife. Hey, listen, um, how was she when you made that transition? Was she, did she agree, disagree? Okay, let's go, I'm with it. Um, she knew that if I was, or when I was called into being a youth pastor, that she would have to come with me. Yeah. Um, also as the youth pastor and she has her own gifting and, and her own anointing, of course, but, um, she was hesitant. She was, uh, not so much of, uh, my competence or my ability to do it. It was more so, okay, I'm your wife. And that means that I'm gonna have to, uh, Tighten up, if you will. Be first too. lady. First you know, lady. Right? Be, be, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, Has some of that. Yeah. She's been jokingly yes. called uh, first lady. Yeah. Um, probably since we were ordained yeah. as ministers. Of course. So, of course. You know. I think that's fitting. So, how, so when you became youth pastor, <laughs> uh-huh. she transitioned to youth pastor as well? Yes. Or, um, how does that work? How does that work? There, so, okay. I don't have too much knowledge about it, but apparently there is a... Uh, there's a Kojic, I don't know if, if it's like a, a a statute, but it's a part of the model that every um, male head has a female counterpart. Mm-hmm. What that female counterpart position or title is, you know, that's that's up to people to do it. But uh, the concept was there would be um, maybe some conversations that would need to be had with a young woman who it may not be appropriate for me to have those. And so that's where uh, my wife would step in oh. and things, you know, oh. things, things that nature. But as far as the ministry is concerned and as far as why I'm glad she's a pastor is she's a much better organizer and, and planner than me. Okay. So she does a lot, if not yeah, all of the behind the scenes stuff. So it's nice. like a dual ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we, we know our strengths. Uh-huh. Um, and so we play off of those, and we also know each other's weaknesses, and so we play off of those. As well. Got it. Wow. wow. So yeah. I, you know what? I and mean, now you open up my Yakoji. Technically, technically, Church of God in Christ. Yes. I'm only asking that. I'm not. I'm only asking because I don't. No. No. No trouble. No trouble. Uh, no. 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 I'm only asking it because it is rare. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know a lot of people. Uh-huh. I think about it. I don't see a lot of single Kojic pastors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Now, now that you said oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that must be by I'm design. Say, yeah, clearly, it's like like this. Yeah, because I know some pastors. You're in. Yeah, like, I, I know some. I know some pastors gotta, that were single. Oh my god! And then when they became pastors, they're like, you know, you got to get. They, you know, yeah. the time is clicking. The time is, time is ticking right there. Now that I see it, oh, it, it almost becomes a part of your identity. Yeah, yeah I see mm. now. Oh, you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because apostolic Pentecostal. All of them, yeah. There's a lot of singles in that one. Yeah, I mean, that's they, they are flooded. It's tight. That's why so many people <laughs> had uh, so much, or have, or had so much to say about like people like uh, Noel Jones. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, okay, the guy preaches the word. Let's 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 focus on that. His personal life is his personal life. Mm-hmm. That's how you carry it. I don't care if you're married or not. Yeah, 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 can yeah, yeah. you preach the word? Can you give uh, the word? Can you write? Can you rightly divide it? Yeah, Do you yeah, care about yeah. people? If and you... I think that's the difference generationally. Like it's yeah. it's like a big thing. It's so yeah. 
I have a question. Go for it. Go for it. We got so, something to talk about in this one. Yeah, a lot. We, 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 we going, just going. got in. Like, we are, going we are in. all the way here. Okay. I'm sorry. So, we no, please listen. In, this is what we, this is what we do. This, this we love to do it. Yep. Um, so, okay. So, is that standard, like, when you are... Uh, when you become a pastor or youth pastor, does your wife, does the wife, um, or the partner of the uh the per of of the person that is becoming going into that responsibility mm-hmm. automatically all the time become a pastor or a youth pastor or whatever the case may be? Is that like um, a thing or so is that just what y'all think? Let me preface this with I am not um very well cultured cultured um as in I didn't grow up that way. Okay, and so um I. I believe that that's kind of the expectation. However, um, like I said, in our situation, I feel like uh, my wife is rightfully so, um, you know, and very capable of uh, fulfilling her duties as youth pastor. Not co, because you know some people say co youth pastor. Like no, mm-hmm. he's just as much as a youth pastor as I am. Okay, and so I don't, I don't think it's an automatic thing. I think sometimes it's like. In different language, like, um, you know, you have a chair lady, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever, that she's usually just the female counterpart of right. whoever the male is. Okay. So I'm, that's as far as I understand, but I'm not very cogent cultured. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, 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 and single pastors, mm-hmm. you said, so how do you feel about past, especially single male pastors? Um, do you have a feel about them or thought about them or idea? And I'm not saying... Uh, and I and I and I want to be clear. Yeah, I did not say evangelists. Absolutely. Neither did I say bishops. Mm-hmm. I know the difference. Absolutely. I said pastors. <laughs> yes, sir. Now some people skip the pastor and go be a bishop <laughs> yeah. because pastoring is a little bit difficult Absolutely. than being a bishop. Absolutely. Everybody can be a bishop real easy because easy. bishop is about you know I have my own definition of a bishop mm-hmm. and bishop is one is 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 busy and hop. Absolutely. Someone who's able to hop in business. That is, they can operate in the business of praise and worship, in the business of um, uh, uh, the ushers, if need be, or the mm-hmm. greeters, in the business of evangelism. Like that. and yeah. the, So there's the presbytery on duty. Mm-hmm. So you can be a bishop of an usher's organization. I like that. You can be the yeah. bishop. You can be a bishop of, people don't know this, right. but you can be, because it's the presbytery on duty. Or rather than say the word presbytery, um, you can take the word out and put the word elder on duty. Mm. Elder don't mean aged one. Right. Because in those days, the average age of a, the average age expectancy of a male was only fifty-two. Wow! Yeah. So we got to be mindful right, when we say right, elders. Right, 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 you get what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. automatically think elders are old people. That's good. No, yeah. the average age expectancy in uh, in though in Bible country, mm-hmm. the average age expectancy of a male was only fifty-two. Wow! Mm. So when you said you want to live real long like them back in the Bible days, <laughs> you have no idea what you're <laughs> no, talking you about. No idea. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking you about getting out of here, right? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> real soon. <laughs> so, so the presbytery on duty is the elders, uh-huh. the elders, the bishops, the elders that is on duty. Right. So there was a board of elders, like the like like it into the Senate. Right, 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 right. Okay. People in the okay. Senate, see, That's like good. in the Senate. So if mm-hmm. you would, if you would, if you have to take this church model, and since we're dealing with denominations, mm-hmm. you take the church model. The church took on the model of the Rome of Rome yeah. and Roman government, and so now the pastor or the bishop was like the Pope. Right. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm I saying? See. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? And then from at, then from, then right under them, you got the deacon. Right. You right. get it? You, yeah, you get, yeah, you get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and you had those different layers or mm-hmm. sex where people could be, so people who know who the hierarchy was. Okay. And so that the bishop, sense. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the church, in order to find order, mm-hmm. um, adopted, uh, adopted the political culture of Rome. 
So if you look at Rome's, if you look at Rome's mm. hierarchy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You're also that. looking at what the church is right now. Mm. We I took it from that. there because the church was so at this time just trying to figure it out and get yeah. it together during right. the early days. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and so many of them were dying. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You say Hallelujah, bam. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yes, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Take your neck off. You know what I'm saying. I love Jesus. You know you didn't have a foot. I mean, right. It was a real deal. I'm yeah. serious. Absolutely. I'm serious. Yeah. You know, you know at, at the claim of salvation, mm-hmm. and you know, like at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. You know, that, that sounds good, but in those days, yeah. at the name of Jesus meant sudden death mm. or imminent yeah. death. Yeah. Mm. Eventually, they was going to find you. They was going to find you. They were going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so there had to be mm. sort of a presbytery or mm. a group of men ready to take on churches or environments right. or mm. environments where there were churches at some point. Yeah. Right. And so now you got the bishops or the presbytery mm. or the elders on duty. They mm-hmm. were able to, and now today, they are able to, so when you say you're a bishop, right, um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever you say. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, whatever. Right, yeah. Right, some right. of these. I'm serious. Some of these guys cannot it. balance a checkbook. And some of them right now oh, still Jesus. living in their mom's basement. Oh, I'm not lying to you. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Help yeah. Yeah. And I'm We're not there. I'm serious. My, and I'm not. I have nothing against. No. 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 These bishops. Okay. Right. You know who I got something against? Yes, sir. The Negroes and Negroettes <laughs> who consecrated Ooh. these people. Good God. That's where my. Bad. That's where my like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who told? Who consecrated you? How did this happen? How did, yeah. I mean, you, man, you can be who you want to be, but yeah. cool, said, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, okay. so that's serious. Yeah. I'm getting into all that. I'm being a little sarcastic, really? but I'm being real. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting into all that to say there was a certain standard, mm-hmm. and the standard has now been sort of it's fuzzy. Agreed. It's it's a little fuzzy. Agreed. The hardest job is not being a bishop. And um, I'm not here to teach. Gabe here to teach, <laughs> or apostle. I'll be getting to that later. Uh-huh. You know, I'm get. I'll get. I'm not here for that. Okay. I will if Gabe, because Gabe know the word too, y'all. And so, so Gabe knows the word. So I'm not here talking about that. So what I'm trying to tell y'all is that what people call a higher calling, they mm-hmm. actually skipping mm-hmm. to get into something else that they don't really have to be. Held to the fire. Wow. Because the pastor is the one, like he said before, the youth people with the youth ministry got one foot on the pulpit and one foot in the pew. Mm. That's true. I'm serious. That's true. A real feat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like real, like you got to be in touch with both. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult. You know, these pastors are shepherds. Shepherds ain't no pretty job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now that foot in the pew is also that foot in dung. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Now, I ain't got to explain what that means, right? right? But if right, you're going right. to follow sheep, and yeah. sheep going to follow you, mm. you yeah. get what I'm saying? You're yeah. going to walk in some be stuff. A priest in the Old Testament. Come on. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Yes, it yeah. is. So, in that being said, <laughs> I'm going to say it again. How do you honestly feel about single pastors? Um, How I feel about single pastors. So, you too, Tim. <laughs> Paul said um, he didn't necessarily uh, denounce. Marriage, because the word says that God honors marriage. Um, But I believe that Paul's sentiments in that famous verse, when he said, um, you know, I would that you would be like me, which um, I interpret that to be single. He meant this is hard enough by yourself. And balancing family and ministry is not for the faint of heart. 
Mm. And so I do not take away from anybody who chooses, keyword chooses, to do ministry um, or to do, uh, to fulfill a pastorship by themselves. Um, I think just as well as you can have a wife, you can have a great, or you should always have a great team around you. So I don't think it's necessarily impossible to do without a wife. Um, it just depends on the, on the, uh, on the integrity and the ability of the team around you. And that's even if you are married, that doesn't necessarily mean that your marriage is necessarily uh, conduced, conducive to you that's being right. a pastor. That's you right. Know, that's your, right. Your w- wife could not want to be a first lady, and mm-hmm. you could have to deal with those issues at home and 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 strife and certain things. So, um, basically, I don't think that um, a single man cannot um, successfully fulfill a pastorship. Beautiful, beautiful. What do you think, T? Did you ever think about it? Um, sometimes. Okay. Um, I think that. Um, Partnership is extremely important, Agreed. obviously, in um, in pastorship. I mm-hmm. think it's important to have that uh, counterbalance. But I don't think that it should dictate um, your call into ministry Agreed. or pastorship. And I don't think that um, it should it should be the check mark or your like. Uh, your ballot form into transitioning into pa- pastorship. Right. I think like if you've been obser- observed and people think that is your time and you, mm-hmm. it's time for you to transition into that. But the only thing that's missing is that you don't have a wife. So right. we'll give you 30 days to get one. I think that's a problem because I Good. think that that's it creates crazy. a, um, it's like a contradiction or it creates, it just creates a future problem and it I think that's, a cycle. yeah, I don't think it creates anything. Yeah. It, it perpetuates a very, dangerous cycle that's Mm -hmm. been around for quite a long time yeah Yeah. and i think that we that's why we some other reason why we see a lot of divorces happening Mm -hmm. um and a lot of pastors actually being open about like why they were divorced and kind of sounding like they kind of went through some of these things because it was an obligation they had to fulfill so i I think it can you can pastor not uh being married i think that's a great goal though to have to have partnership of course um but i don't think it should be like a requirement or that you shouldn't yeah. be able to fulfill your call unless you have a ring or you've made exactly. that. Nice, yeah. nice. I think I, I think this is um I think I, I believe and I'm talking from a personal standpoint now, so I'm not speaking objectively here. Okay. So objectively I agree with both of you. Uh, so I'm, I, I I preface this with saying that I am speaking subjectively. Uh-huh. And I believe I can because I am a pastor. Absolutely. So I am speaking subjectively here. And here's what I feel. I feel like if the man or woman who is single, who have expressed that they have really, you know, given their whole life to the call and to the mission, they like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, it's almost like I don't have an outside life or a need for one. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm focused on leading God's people. And you can see, now everyone, you can't see that, of course, so I'm talking right. about in a certain place. Again, I said subjectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can see that they are locked in. I mean, you know, for God I live, for God I die. I'm going to preach every day, <laughs> speak every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Teach yeah. every day. This is all I'm doing. We got the same train of thought. You know, yeah. that this yeah, yeah, yeah. is me. I'm locked into this. Uh-huh. The outside life comes, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. But I'm not, I'm not into that. You know right. what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I'm all into this. Kind of, sort of. And then, in, in, in a way, essentially, that's what Paul was saying. Right. If yep. you ain't all into this, 
That's why he said, "Don't get." I'd rather you be like me. You don't yeah, if yeah. you ain't all in. I mean, locked in. Yeah, he didn't have a need for an outside. You know what I'm saying? He didn't mm-hmm. have a need for it, exactly. and this, and he didn't have a need exactly. for it. Well, there's a couple of reasons he didn't have a need for it, but he didn't mm-hmm. have a need for it or didn't desire it. He found something that he put his everything in. Yeah. So to that pastor who said, who you can see that can said, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? Everything goes here." But when I see the pastor who's like looking yep. for an outside life, man, yep. you know, talking about he love balance. <laughs> you single, like I, I mean, the church got to be balanced. He's telling y'all something, y'all just not listening. Uh, right. You know, he's saying something, yeah. y'all, y'all just not paying attention. Exactly. Wow, yeah, 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 you know, he, exactly. you know, he just not putting the words. He, you know, he's painting the picture, and you got to kind of like read the <laughs> picture. <it> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to balance as a preacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they doing all this stuff. I'm like, hey, Rev. Mm-hmm. Rev, you're kind of, and you know what I'm saying? And they are expressing that they like things outside of the local assembly exactly. mission as a pastor. That person, in my opinion, is sort of. Down the fence. Sort of what? Yeah, they playing yeah. it Shaky? a little bit. They playing They're it. They're casual. You think so? Yes, because, because, so. because, it, because they're expressing to you that, hey, I like things outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some things I want, and I say outside. I don't mean the world, right? You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Neither do I mean the planet. <laughs> I'm talking about other than the local assembly work, right? I got some things that I enjoy other than mm-hmm. the local assembly work, and I am going to enjoy some of those things in life. Mm-hmm. With as a, and I'm not a woman either, so now I'm talking about as a man. Absolutely. So now I'm even more subjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so with those things, if you do see that then you must also say biologically there are some other things that are naturally connected to it. And then if you are a healthy young man or just a, just a man with, just with a brain, you know what I'm saying, with a pulse, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the blood running warm Listen. in your veins, yeah, it's right. and you got eyes, you know what I'm saying, and feelings, you all right, and you got all these it's faculties real. working, mm-hmm. then all those faculties are working. Absolutely. You just not telling us how you work it. Exactly. Yeah. So in that sense, in that sense, okay. that male, and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. women now, mm-hmm. that male now is at a point where he, and just, again, y'all, this is all opinion, by the way. Mm-hmm. So this ain't, don't, don't nobody beat me up. This mm-hmm. is just my opinion. At that point, that male who's doing that enjoys that but don't want to share it with one person because they enjoy mm-hmm. doing other mm-hmm. things. Because that is a commitment. Right. And, bef- and so I do not want to make this commitment right now because I'm not ready to commit. Right. I'm not That's ready fair. to be faithful on, in, 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 that, in that scene. In that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not ready for that. Right. But I'm still called to do this. Mm-hmm. And then we tie it up and call that a struggle. That's not a struggle. No. That's not a struggle. That's so any matter. pastor who's saying that well, I'm struggling with this, pastor, that's not a struggle. <laughs> that's a decision. <laughs> Let's be honest what a struggle is. Right. Every, all these pastors talking about they got struggles. You do not have a struggle, Rev. That's a decision that you're making. Right. You made a decision to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn how to be who you say you are. Right. That's I, the most important okay. thing. You have to, I, I feel, um, if you are a single pastor, like you got to, uh, you got to stand firm, make, a statement about what you're doing that now that's where that comes in. If you're single and available and you're looking, then that should be known because see how honest that is. Don't perpetrate 
as if you're, you know, cut off, isolated. I'm Paul in the flesh. And that ain't the case. Yay. Because then you lead people to believe you're hiding something. And you're leading a double life when we see certain things that don't necessarily line up with what you said. So, yeah, I I, I, th- I think it's about being uh, uh, comfortable with where with where you are. And it, it, it starts with your relationship with God. You know what I mean? What what do you feel like God is, God is what uh, direction do you feel like God is calling you? And do you feel like he's calling you to, um, you know, be on your own right now? Okay. Oof. You don't have to tell the world, but be upfront with the people. With your you people that you're shepherding. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. Absolutely. I would want to know if my single pastor, because I don't want to be surprised when this lady starts sitting on the front row. Right. Like, no, and okay, then she's she off, might not and be then she's first off, lady. And then she's off the front row in three weeks. Right, like what? What was that? Yeah. And then another, <laughs> and then every, you know so, every season a new one is on. Exactly. So, okay. Go I, for don't, it. I don't really. I think. I think it's a very tough situation, right? I think that um, if you have a pastor, right, that or someone, we're talking about someone transitioning to pastorship. No, right? no, 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 Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Um, I think that you're either going to have the realist that's going to be up front with you that yes, I I'm clearly a man and I'm a I'm a young man. I'm I'm in age to possibly still um, yeah, have court. a wife, give a court, do mm-hmm. these different things. Um, no, I'm not going to be out there with it, but I'm obviously within this age age group yeah. or this age, this realm of where that can happen. I think that when you I think a lot of pastors don't say it in an effort because they know it won't be received. Like if you tell some people tell their bishops or whoever is over them, I want to be in this um, relationship. I am dating, but I am only dating one person or whatever the case may be. The standards is almost like, Oh no, cause you might be, you know, you're out there. You, so we, we kind of cut you off based off of your honesty with us, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. So it's like kind of hard to, I think be completely out front with that today. I mean, depending on who your pastor is, obviously you can have that kind of conversation if you have that kind of relationship. Sure, but yeah. I think that the, the average um, pastor or someone that's under someone, it's kind of hard to come out with that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying people should be flamboyant and, <laughs> you know, with the different posts and it's a lot. I don't think that I'm not talking about that. I'm talking right. about just in general, if you're open to date um, or if it's one person, I'm not saying it should be. Obviously, if you invite, invite someone to the front row, is the first lady or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It can't be a three-week thing. It can't be like a short-term. You yeah. have to know before she comes You're up You're not here. sitting on my front row until I'm ready to introduce you to my you congregation. You got to have a ring. And I'm not ready to introduce <laughs> you to my congregation. But, see, but that's what until, I agree with. You. I think we both know. I think all of us are saying yeah. the same thing in a mm-hmm. from a different from a different vantage point. point right. I think we're all saying things mm-hmm. from a different vantage point. Yeah. That if you are going to be a single pastor mm-hmm. and if this is the you know mm-hmm. be upfront with your people. Put your flag on the ground. But, yeah. yeah, go, go yeah. ahead and say this is what it is. And because I want to be honest with my people and you want your people to live honest lifestyles. Exactly. You don't exactly. want them to fear. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it is. Yeah, you don't want them fear. to fear. Yeah, you don't. You, and you, and you, yeah, big. It fear is big. Yeah. And so now, what, but then my challenge, my, not my challenge, my concern would not be the biological part. That's not my concern. Okay. It just is. It is a thing, but it's not the only thing. Okay. My concern would be the distraction. Mm. That would be my concern. 
Quit your distraction. Yeah. So whenever, whenever, and so I've been, I've been married, divorced, single, pastor. I've been through all these. So you name <laughs> it, I've been through it. I've been through all. You name it, I've been through it. You name it, I've been through it. Absolutely. And so now, when you are, when you are distracted as a leader, mm-hmm. um, you can be distracted by certain uh, elements of life, so distracted that it causes you to sort of miss the. I guess the direction God is sending you on or placing you upon because it is just that sensitive. Yeah. It is so sensitive and so time sensitive mm-hmm. that you can be so distracted that you can be in something else, not able to handle what you're in be- just because of your, um, because of that biological necessity, I would call it right. right? Or, or that mm-hmm. biological pleasure. You are now distracted by that. Mm-hmm. So distracted by that, that you have become a man or a woman who either is going to feed into it, or you become the man or the woman that's going to be so, um, I, I, we should be talking about it last week, overly contritious, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Mm-hmm. you're repenting about every little thing. Yeah. So now if you think about it, you're repenting. If you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning, what are your directions? You're repenting. Yeah. That just means you're healthy. Right. Some people after 32 forget you're supposed to have one every morning. Yeah. We'll have one day. We'll have another discussion later. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You see somebody right. in the church right. that look, look, that's shapely, you're repenting. Right. I'm like, yeah. you're single. Yeah. You should not be repenting by that. Right. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you're looking at it like, you know, so everything so everything is a sin. Yeah. Every little thing is in there. So now, even in that, either way, you are distracted. Either way, yeah. Either way, you are distracted. And when you need to be, and pastors demands focus because you're leading people. Right. And so you're saying a pastor that's already, that, that is married or even has just gotten married mm-hmm. right when they transitioned into pastorhood pastorship wouldn't be distracted by those some of those things marriage is not the answer right i agree mm-hmm. yeah so 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 the, 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 the i'm saying the, the distraction piece like is you don't think that they would suffer with any of those kind of distractions compared to a, somebody if he was married mm-hmm. if he's married and he was distracted before when you get married you're gonna be distracted after even right. more even more even That's more. right. So marriage is not the cure. Exactly. So if he can get, so if that, so so the question is not if he's married. The question is, is he's disciplined? I'm just comparing mm. the two, right? Because you're right. saying like the the single the single pastor uh-huh. would face these different distractions yes. if he's dating. Could yeah. face, I guess, these potential distractions if he's well, if, he's, if he's dating. If he's not, well. and the one who's married, been married, just getting married, married forty years mm-hmm. or married four days. Uh-huh. If that person has no discipline, yes, he that's then, all I'm saying. Yeah, he person has no discipline. He, 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 that person has no discipline. He, um, he, uh, he deals with the same. He or she deals with the same distractions. Mm. They deal with the same distractions. Yeah. And so, how do we get out? It's not how do we get out people over distractions, but we get the understanding what the old folk was talking about when he talking about marriage, right? And why they were saying, hey, you know what? You need to be married. I heard it. A, man, when I was single, I heard it 150 times. Yes. Like, boy, you need to, yes. be, well, you need to be married. Is, I'm I, like, yeah. man, everywhere I go, you ain't yeah. married yet. You ain't married yet. You ain't married. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, you know, and go ahead. Like you said, it boils down to what they were doing when they were single. And um, when you're single and in ministry, you need to use that time to um be as solid and as rooted as you possibly can because uh, distractions will come. Um, I mean, there's been, there's been so many times I've um, uh, more often than not, when I have uh, to preach or have a major ministry assignment, you know, enemy, just, just, just distraction, distraction, distraction. And sometimes that comes in the form of not a major marital issue, but it'll be some type of marital issue. Right. 
uh, I've got to prepare and study through that. But because of the depth of uh, my roots, I know that no matter uh, what's going on, uh, the people who I have to minister to, it's not their fault. And Mm. so they can't pay for it. So um, I've got to study and preach to the best of my ability every time. And so it just comes down to, like you said, if they're distracted during the dating phase, they're going to be distracted when, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when they're married. And it's yeah. just how deep are your roots in your assignment? Wow. Mm. So here was my, here was one answer, one answer to the male, to the female. That is, I, I'm not going to use the word struggling. I, I, we, I, uh, I would like for you to, I would, I would like for you to, I, I would like for you to deal with this. Okay. I, will, I honestly, okay. As yeah. because I get to talk to an assistant pastor, uh-huh. an associate pastor, a youth pastor, somebody with the P in front. So, yeah. so many <laughs> Thank you, sir. I get to talk to somebody like this, and I would like to you to address the difference between choosing mm-hmm. and choosing the lifestyle you live and struggling with it. I would like to talk to you about this, yeah. but this is my, and is there a difference, honestly? But just hold that thought. Mm, okay. Here is my answer to the pastor, especially the young pastor. Elders, I don't bother elders. Mm-hmm. I never bother, I don't. Yeah. I, I just don't bother elders, uh, you know? We got enough young ones to do, you, gotta, you know? Right, right, right. So to the young pastor, male or female, who are ministering and who are dealing with something, I, Anthony Fliggins, say, preach your struggle. Mm. Preach what you're dealing with. If you can preach about what you are de- dealing with, mm-hmm. you can, out of your mouth, bring yourself to a place of healing. Mm. Don't run from it. Yeah. You struggling with pornography? Preach it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're dealing with it, yeah. you're dealing with, you, you, you got four and five women, you don't understand how to <laughs> preach it. You, you ain't got no control over yourself. <laughs> right. Preach yeah. it. Yeah. You gotta. I, I know this is true, and again, I'm telling y'all yeah. something that I've been through. Yeah. I, Anthony Fliggins, when my eyes opened up to the truth, the first thing I did concerning our African people, the first thing I did was I cussed so much. <laughs> my wife said, "Fliggins, what is wrong with you?" I'm serious. Right. I, I, people would never admit to this right. yeah. because the anger that I've been what, 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 would have been stolen from us. Mm. And I've been awakened to what we have been robbed of. And my wife can yeah. contest this. I was cussing all, and I don't, I don't cuss. I don't even know how to put the word. I, I was cussing all the time. Yeah. I cussed so much that I preached a series called Stop Cussing. <laughs> <laughs> In this pulpit. God, to deal with you. <laughs> I preached a sermon. I preached not a sermon, a yeah, series. A series. Stop a cussing. My Lord. That was a series. Help us. So we got it. So we got receipts. Oof. I preached against the things I was dealing with. Tough. It was stealing. It was immaturity. It yeah. was um, a lack of focus. Everyone who was dealing with something, even to the preachers that are just are not um, single, mm. whatever y'all dealing with, and y'all want to get over it, yeah. preach it. Absolutely. If your words can help somebody else, yeah. I promise you it can help you. Absolutely. Preach it. Yeah. And Why preach not? it with all sincerity. Mm-hmm. You have to. <sighs> you have to. Yeah. It, I, 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 I actually... The first time I can remember doing that, I didn't realize I was doing it until about halfway through the sermon. Hmm. And I said, wow, this is exactly what I was just talking to my wife about. And from then, I agree with you 100% because you have to separate the sin from the sinner and others. But sometimes as a preacher and being knowledgeable of the word, 
you can sometimes, not that we shouldn't be hard on ourselves, but we can be too hard on ourselves sometimes. I can be too hard on myself sometimes. And I, and I know that, um, because of, um, you know, the shoulders I stand on as far as, you know, my grandfather, uh, late Bishop Thomas. I mean, uh-huh. I, 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 I not, and it's not necessarily all in the titles, but the right way to live and the right way to do things. And so I can be hard, too hard on myself sometimes, but I had to learn. I have to separate myself from my sin so I can help others do the same thing. To God be glory. And so if I'm dealing with something, I can't be so ashamed <laughs> that I don't want to preach it because somebody needs to hear it and I need to preach it in a in a me too kind of way. Mm-hmm. Because those are um, my, per- not that I have, um, all of the sermons I've, preached have been divinely inspired so i'm not going to say like oh this is this 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 is my favorite one but the most the ones that i've enjoyed preaching the most have been the ones that i can personally identify with from a place that maybe people don't even know but the 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 spirit that comes over me as i'm preaching it is like like nothing else so no, I I I agree a hundred percent because if people can't preach what they're going through, then that means they in their mind think they are without sin, and we know mm. what Jesus says about that. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you say you are without sin, you yeah, are yeah, only yeah, deceiving yeah, yourself. yourself, and the truth is not in you. It's not. The Bible says the truth is not in you. You are lying. That's the Bible. Says. Even your preaching is tainted if if yeah. you don't know deeply yeah, that you are <laughs> that you are divine and fleshly it's the pauline um mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. in the book of romans you know okay. what i'm saying the thing i said i wouldn't do i find myself doing, <laughs> doing i find yeah. myself doing <laughs> the thing I, constantly <laughs> over and over and over again the thing i don't want to do i do yeah the thing i'm doing i don't want to do listen, no wretched man am i listen mm. it, it paul Paul was doing some real, and you know, there's a lot of words for. It. I guess the new age word would 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 be self reflection. Yes, sir. But people don't, people aren't able to see that in modern language, and so that's why I feel teachers of the word are so important because there's so many things that uh, biblical characters were dealing with that people deal with today, but we just think because of the words that are used in the language that uh, the Bible is written in that, oh, that's that's just, you know, a long ago problem. Like, no, there's depression, there's anger, there's yeah, yeah. rage, there's pride, there's ego. Oh. I mean, there's all the stuff we we deal with today uh, is the same stuff that they dealt with in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, teachers are so important, and those teachers have to be um, so aware of themselves that they don't let themselves get in the way of their uh, effectiveness. To God be glory. Absolutely. So my question, what's the difference between making a decision to do something or live a certain way or a certain lifestyle and oh. struggling with it? Can I ask something before you? Because yes. I think yours is kind of, I just want to ask on this one. Should this be something that's taught in that transition period into pastorship in regards to how to deal with these personal things as far as manhood and being in a relationship and being, should this be included? Because it's those kind of things to me, sexual, sexual thing, mm-hmm. all of that, it's just like we kind of, we can't talk about that. Oh. Like, is that or is it already included? Is that something? Is it a thing? You want me to go? You want to go? You go first. My answer might be shorter than, than okay. yours because I feel like you, you, you was about to go. <laughs> you was about to go. 
<laughs> I feel like it does need to be taught. However, I'm under the impression from my personal experience that only life can teach you. Okay. I don't think man can tell you. I don't think man can really teach you those things. That mm. Those things come with um, whether or not you're really called to be a pastor in the mm. first place. And if you are called to be a pastor, God is going to um, orchestrate your life in a way where where you'll learn that along the way. Wow. That, okay. That's that's my that's your take. personal yeah. belief. And if, and if you don't learn that, if you haven't learned that, uh, I'm not. I'm I'm not too sure God has called you to that office. Okay, <laughs> I, I, guess, yeah. I definitely would disagree with that. That's okay. good. Okay, okay. I don't. I wouldn't say that something God hasn't called you. Because, I mean, people have different backgrounds and upbringings and things, and they just are not exposed necessarily to that mm-hmm. particular um, to that particular part of it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I was. I didn't, so okay. So my my supporting argument is I don't believe that God would call you to do something that He hasn't prepared you for. Mm. Okay, so, so, so that's, God that's, prepares that's us for every that. everything straight off the bat. Like when you, for example, became a youth pastor, do you feel like you knew everything you needed to know before you went into it? I was prepared for the job. I've I've learned a lot along the way. That's 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 not to say that that's, we'll, that's more or less we'll I mean. know everything. Okay, as far as those things, we need to get in the door. If 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 that makes sense, and if you don't have your, if you don't know whether or not um you want to be single you want to be married or you want to like if you don't know what your life is and that's really just it, ministry in general in mm-hmm. my opinion if you don't because so many people find their identity in ministry okay and that's why you have so many people who serve the church and don't serve Christ uh, okay. they don't take vacations they don't take days off that's church Christ says, I want you to be whole. Christ says, I want you to be uh, mentally healthy as well as physically healthy. Church, uh, so much, and not church as it should be, church as it is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the culture of it goes so far against um, the, the, the principles and the standards that Christ has set. So I believe that um, if someone hasn't found their identity, if they don't, if they haven't started the path or are on the path of who they are um, outside of ministry at any level, they're going to get lost in it. And that's how you get um, people. Cause yes, there is that cultural pressure of you, you're not married yet or you need, you need a da da da. That's going to be there regardless, but that doesn't mean you have to succumb to it because you're only succumb to it. If you are not sure what you want, and you don't know who you are. Right. And that's how you get so many people in those positions who end up being in bad marriages or marriages that end um, in an ugly way because uh, not necessarily say they weren't ever supposed to be married, but mm-hmm. they probably rushed into a marriage right. with that person. You know what I mean? And I think I mean like as far as like the taught part, not necessarily that uh, whoever's teaching it would make the decision for them, mm-hmm. but yeah. more or less that – there will be some type of guide there, like standards, yeah. I guess, to a certain extent of ministry, or what's expected in your particular house, right. or um, uh, the understanding that I know that you are a man, mm-hmm. and I know that you're single, right? And I and I don't expect you to necessarily just straight cut everything off necessarily. Yeah. I'm, that's what Not I if mean. You don't like, want to. if you don't want to, right? If you're vacillating, but between, I wouldn't want a pastor who can't make up his mind. That's that's that's. That's all but I'm yeah, saying. but that's not what I'm. I'm not talking about that. 
Okay. 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 As far as the taught part, I'm not okay, talking gotcha, about gotcha. somebody in limbo yeah. that just can't okay. really figure it out. Right. I'm talking about as they transition into um, almost like a guy. Like I don't know if you receive. I would imagine you receive some type of training from your. Oh yes, yes, yeah, heard, like I mean, like yeah. that, like those words of mm-hmm. um, assistance with which you're which you're going to be facing, which you might see how okay. it will yeah, prepare yeah, yeah. you to yeah, a certain yeah, extent, of course, of but course. not to make a decision for you or mm-hmm. anything like that. that yeah, would be, yeah, nothing okay. like that. I I I just firmly believe that um, there are certain things that you will already um, possess, and I'm not saying the same mm-hmm. people will possess the same things. Yeah, but I know. From personal experience from my pastor and um, how my life path has been that I was prepared before I knew it. Okay. As in working with kids for um, 11 years. Right. Oh, this wasn't just to do that. Yeah. This was to prepare me for. So it's certain things you'll have as a person mm-hmm. that I believe need to be intact before you jump into ministry or else, you know, like I said, that's how we get all the negative examples Agreed. of church culture and that stuff per- perpetuates itself. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, my answer to this would be, should, should, should pass, should their people be taught in that transition period? And this is a, this is, I don't know how, I don't know if this is a big issue because I am an independent pastor. Right. As so being an independent pastor, I just know a lot of people, but I'm still, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm sort of trailblazing here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure. taking the path mm-hmm. everyone yeah. else take. Yes, I've, you know what I'm saying? I saw a cornfield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm carving my, I'm carving out my name in the cornfield. Yes, so that's what I'm doing. That's what so I understand my life mm-hmm. and my lot. Yeah. And I am comfortable in that's my important. own skin. That's and you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I get it. So I understand this. If I had to look over there, or if I had to look over to other places and other ministries, including mine, so mm-hmm. looking at this, then I'm looking at this objectively. I would then say these words. We should, and this is, and this is by virtue of my observation, by the way. I am noticing that what we need for our younger generation to transition from assistant pastor, youth pastor, minister to pastor, mm-hmm. and they're not being taught, we should utilize our conferences. Amen. Mm. Mm. Agreed. These conferences that we have. Yeah. And not only the conferences with us, with us do we have, um, our conferences and these sessions, mm-hmm. these, you know what I'm All saying? These workshops, these, workshops, yeah. these yeah. winter meetings yes. that we have and these summer meetings that we have in yeah. convocations. Absolutely. <laughs> All these convocations we have in, and you see the big, and you and you see these convocations and convocations now looks like, uh, it looks like regular church on steroids. Yeah. That's all, that's all a convocation is. You're not wrong. It's regular church service on steroids. Yes. Stop me if I'm, it. where my yes. camera at? Stop <laughs> me when I'm lying. That's all you, you this is church on steroids. <laughs> no that's, our com- yes. that's our convocation. That's what it is. Got it? So I think that when somebody becomes serious and hey, this is more than a money meeting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a meeting to make money so you can have some yes. money for the quarter. Utilize mm. it. We need yes. to bring people in mm-hmm. and ut- and utilize those convocations yes. to actually teach the people this is what is, what is necessary. This what is needed. it. Yep. Now, I, I don't think, I don't right think, I don't think That's that it's going to happen right now. And That's I think good. most people are afraid to it. Mm-hmm. But right now, listen to, go back and listen to all the convocation sermons. Mm. He going to bring you out. Yeah. This is my year of deliverance. Uh-huh. You're not lying. Won't he do it? You're not lying. Kill your giant. Yes. Ain't it all right? Ain't it all right? Yeah. He's done more than I ever expected. My mm-hmm. God. And that's the, that's the convocation <laughs> message. Yeah. That's a Sunday Sweet morning Jesus. message. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, it's a Sunday morning youth message. Listen. Mm-hmm. You're not lying. 
Oh it's God. not a real. It's, it's not. Y'all a, guys, it's not a real sermon. No. I hate to say it. Not it's not a sermon. When I say real, it's not effective. Yeah. Mm. You cannot. You can. No one that leaves a convocation says, "Man, that word." Yes. Changed my life. Yeah. You paid two hundred dollars to get there. Two hundred dollars to sit in the sessions. You know what I'm saying? Plane ticket. Two hundred dollars for this. Two hundred dollars for that. Guys. Just Hotel. to hear. Just to hear. Won't he do it? Wow. And he'll do it again. Yes. And say yes. Yes. That's it. Yes. So you left with nothing. Wow. And so the people are unprepared. Mm-hmm. So I believe that we should utilize our convocations. Absolutely. But we can utilize our convocation if you bring people in that don't mind teaching. Mm-hmm. A couple of those days got to be teaching days. Yes. Everybody can't be headliners, big yes. shots. It's the expectation of those who come yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. Is that true? Is that true? That's why that stuff be working. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, know, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. You finish up because I get in trouble. You go ahead. It's on you now, man. i a sharp left. I went to one convocation and L. Spencer Smith, I had never heard him preach live. I heard that he preached, but I had never heard him preach live. I had only know him to be a recording artist uh so we came and preached and his message was tailored to pastors Mm -hmm. and he was talking about um when god tested the men that gideon had with him at the water and god said watch how some of them uh will bend all the way down to drink the water and some will lap with their hands and the way he dissected that um every pastor in the room you could tell he was he was he was analogizing that to some people, uh, some pastors fall into the trap of testing to see if people are loyal to them, mm. and they'll say, "Oh, they're loyal to me, so that's who I keep around." Yeah, but the text suggests that you got to let God sort out who needs to be there and who 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 needs Boy, not to be there. Get in even if somebody's you get in loyal, I'm in trying to help. Even them. if somebody's loyal, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna they're give you equipped to fight with you. <laughs> Find L. Spencer Smith, cash app, and send it to him because this is his word. But but that's an example of (laughs) right teaching that had such an impact on those at any level of ministry. Yeah. Now just I'm imagine if that pastor. was in a, was that in like an arena like a like a church kind of service? No, so this, it was in a seating seated like yes, um classroom type. Yes, oh nice. This, okay. This that's was, great. It 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 was what would have been acceptable to do the uh the regular sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But glory be to God that day that the Lord sent him with that word wow. and it was like and that has so much more of an impact okay. than just I'm gonna make you feel good yeah. so I can raise the third offering after that's I'm right. done preaching. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. I've said too much. That, but that's okay. right. Though. And so that's my answer when it comes down to okay. that is my answer when it comes down to teaching these people during yeah. those transitional mm-hmm. periods. Yeah. They gotta let them know this is what you're walking into. Yeah. This is what you're walking out of. Yeah. This is this is what you are going to face. Mm-hmm. And everything you say you are not going to do. Yeah. I promise you, you're going to do it twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they everything. Hear. No one hears ev- that. Everything you say, everything you say, you're not going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 can I go further? Please, sir. Peter and Jesus thrice. Lord, I ain't going to ever. He said thrice. Thrice. You know what I love about that story <laughs> is a lot of people miss that Jesus 
says to Peter, I'm praying for you. Come on. But so so there's 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 some there's some kind of connection and I don't want to try to piece it together live on air, but there's some kind of connection between people doing things that they never thought they would do oh. and the enemy not sneaking in, the enemy suggesting things mm. during that period. Mm. Because I believe that uh Peter was probably beating himself up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. that's safe to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not careful, that can lead you to uh, the other end of the spectrum of thinking you're perfect. The other end is where Peter probably was, which is I can't do nothing right. Yeah, yeah. And the gospel and the prayer yeah. is what keeps that balance. Beautiful, beautiful, of, beautiful. I am beautiful. Beautiful. I am flesh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I also got the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that overcompensates yeah. mm-hmm. for those fleshly moments. Are we having this discussion? Are we? <laughs> Are we having this discussion? It sounds like it. Can we have this discussion? Absolutely. Are y'all ready to have this discussion? Naturally. We, I people, hope so. people, people, people don't want to um, okay. drink some water. Everybody yeah, just let let collect me. themselves. <laughs> some water. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Was since, your tea since, good? Since me. Because you ain't take no sip of that tea. I did, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's almost gone. Okay. Oh, bless. Yeah. Okay, bless. Okay, I've been good. trying to savor it. Okay. Lord bless him. <laughs> when, you, when we are dealing with the flesh as leaders, one thing I often say that real lead, when you are a leader, God called you already knowing what you was going to deal with. Mm. 100%. I always say this in leadership. <laughs> So whatever you're dealing with, yeah. God knew it before He called you. Yeah. Can we get? Can we? Can Type we at least? Ca- yeah. Can we at least yeah. get to that point? Yes. Not only does He know, but if He knows, He's got to be doing something about it. That's good. Yeah. That, that's that's good. That, that's where I find comfort. Oh, He He didn't just know I was going to be here. Yeah. But yeah. even more so than sending His Son to die uh-huh. for what I did, He's yeah. got to be doing something to encourage me out of this place. Wow, mm. wow! Not a coincidence. My, yeah. Man, that's something. It's not in His character not to care about. To me. God be glory. That's and right. so, if I know my son is about to fall, I'm gonna go get some band aids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah before yeah. he before falls. he falls. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. before he falls. That's right. I use I use the scripture that uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Yeah, take the fire mm-hmm. before yeah. they get in. Take out so the heat before they get yes. in the fire. Me as an yes. earthly father, if I can think, how how much higher to God be glory? Yes. So we got. All these, so we got people who are dealing with all of us. So the, uh, yeah. all of us are dealing with something. Something. All of us dealing with something. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And uh, for the folk who who know who have um, controlled, uh, um, I guess the five deadly sins or whatever it is, <laughs> fornication, right. and, and, and uh, mm-hmm. okay, you got your stuff out the way. Right. You're still dealing with something. Something. Oh yeah. Okay. You're still dealing with something. My question is, with people who are in leadership, so we're talking to a particular group. Okay. So we're talking to a particular group. Mm-hmm. Um. We and and we're talking because we want the laity, and that's what this. Pastor is about, by the way. Okay. So pastor is basically so that the people would mm-hmm. hear the mind of the pastor. Mm. Hearts always believe. Mm-hmm. You always feel what we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Absolutely. there are some things that cannot be said on a 30-minute monologue Absolutely. That, may can, that, that, that can be shared on a, with dialogue. Exactly. 100%. And then yeah. let me see how he thinks or she thinks. Let me see what, what makes them tick. Yeah. That's, what this, that's what this was about. This was about hearing not the heart of a pastor. I like that. This was about hearing the mind of a pastor. Yeah. So this was going inside the mind. Absolutely. We're not going in the heart with this one. Mm-hmm. We're going so we're going inside the mind. Yes, sir. All right, good. When you're dealing with the when you when you dealing with leadership and leadership has certain struggles and certain things they're dealing with, and um you come face to face with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You come full circle. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of the things I'm dealing with. This is one of the things I'm struggling with. 
this is one of the things I am. Um, um, it, 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 some things you don't even know. A lot of leaders don't know. Some of the things, I would say majority of the leaders do not know that some of the things they're dealing with were things passed down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know how spirits transfer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And some of the things that you, it is not until an uncle or an aunt or, you know, a grandmama said, boy, your father. Yeah. Girl, your mama, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You like, you got to look in the mirror and says, man, this is real. This is, uh, before we started, we were talking about my relationship with my father. Yes, sir. And I said yes, I was so happy that we that we are where, where we are now. I've learned this year more about myself than I have any other year of life. How old are you? You don't mind me 31. That's serious. Wow. The conversations Ooh. that I've had with my father have shown me not only where I'm where I come from but where I'm going it's so many things that he went through when he was younger than me and my age that I did not know until this year wow mm. and it didn't come out until I'm talking to him about situations and my and I'm like okay now I know that this is not an individual thing this is something that's been attacking my bloodline that's mm-hmm. right so now this empowers me to because he has the knowledge of how to stop it he just didn't stop it as young as i did mm-hmm. but now i can pass this down yeah. to my, and he can stop it younger than right, i did right right, exactly. right the 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 certain things that, that we were talking about right. so yeah, just yeah. to your point that's so important and i believe that's why the enemy is so after relationships specifically with Sons and fathers, mothers and daughters. Because there's certain information that the older generation has that you're not going to get any other way. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just impossible un- un- yeah. unless you have an auntie to say you're... Un- but yeah. even then, unless you're hearing it from the source. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're hearing about what they specifically went through. Because I can tell you, you know, hey, I went through this, I went through this. And you can pass that down to mm. Tia. But... When Tia hear from me, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's gonna be more gravity to yeah. it, mm-hmm. and so hearing that from my dad, I'm I'm driving, and I'm just like, if I didn't know anybody, I would say you were talking about me, mm-hmm. but he's talking about I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, okay, cool. This is not a generational curse. I get it, yeah. and and uh, I think I had made a Facebook post about this. God is the only one who curses. Mm. And the Bible says that mm. Jesus became the curse on the cross. You know, we I are no that. longer mm. cursed. Yeah, yeah, I've never said that. There, there, there's the, people Come say on. generational Come curses on. all the Come time. On. Strongholds. Come yes, on. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It ain't no curse. Curse yeah. been broken. We, we, listen, you know, I just, I just wanted to drop that tidbit drop for that. all those listeners. Uh, we are not cursed. God Put is it in the comments. The we enemy. are not cursed. <laughs> Look through all in the Bible. If you find me one scripture where he cursed somebody, I'll cash up you. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to find it. Yeah. But I said, I said that to say we absolutely wrestle with generational strongholds. Mm. And there are certain uh, proclivities that we have. Uh, just as humans there is there's i i believe that uh so much of our history as our people as black people uh was so intentional because trauma is passed down through the womb yes it is so i, I mean that's 500 replication years yeah with a replication it see like it. it doesn't have to be replicated that's what i'm saying I, that's why we call it a repli- yeah. replication because most of the time it is and you stop. You're most, in control. Most of the time it is. Yeah. And 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 that's where I say that 
that bridge of information is attacked. Exactly. And people think, is, oh, my dad is this, my mom is this. No, that's a bridge of information that's mm-hmm. being attacked. But people don't know. Yeah. Unless somebody tells them. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, to your point, I 100% agree. Until you have that auntie, that mom, that dad, that uncle to, to, to really put you on game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really won't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. You'll think you're experiencing your struggles inside of a vacuum, and you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're like, oh, uh, this was my uncles, mm-hmm. my uh, father, it's not mine. my brother. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, oh, this is this yeah, is yeah. this is us. Okay, nothing to do with you. <laughs> you are like, if you don't realize, or if you don't have that bridge of information, it'll feel like weight. But once it connects, once you talk to that right relative you realize that weight is just your dad, your grandfather, your great-grandfather, your great-great. They're pushing you mm. past that. It's mm. not weight. It's them pushing you. Mm. And you're in, uh, I'm standing on the shoulders of all those that came before yeah, me yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to do better in the areas that they wish they could have done exactly. better. Ooh. So to those pastors. To those pastors. Those that, that have those struggles, yeah. facing those struggles. Again, mm. we started off saying, excellent point, excellent point. This says that they, so you know, God knew what you were dealing with. We all deal with something mm-hmm. before you said yes. And a lot of people took a long time to say yes mm-hmm. because they knew they were dealing with something. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, you know what? I, I, until mm-hmm. I get over this, and years they say it all the time, I ain't get myself together yet. That's what they yeah. use the word together. I, right I got to get myself together first. And, you know, these, these, these cold words here. Right, right, you know, right, I got to right. get myself together yeah, first yeah. before I do that. I don't want to play with God. I want to get myself <laughs> yes. together first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, okay, I got you. I got you, to Mr. and Mrs. together. I got what you're saying. God called you to do this, but God is also time sensitive. Yes. There's a window for which you must do what you are called to do. Mm-hmm. And God will call you to do what you have to do while you're dealing with what you're dealing with. My question to you, um, as a pastor, or I am asking that you would at least help or give word, um, even you to help or give word to somebody who are dealing with those things. Now, we don't have to name them. Yeah. Um, because I and, and the reason why I don't have to name them is not because I'm not being honest right. and I'm not naming them because Paul never named his thorn. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We just assumed yeah, it was absolutely. sexual. But right. Paul also said, I wish yeah. you would be like me and not have one. So right. that's just, Rev, that's just, you right. can't get it together. You know, don't put that on Paul. <laughs> right. You know what Please. I'm saying? Paul has something else he was yeah. dealing with. Yeah. Paul ain't Rev, nothing. Well, Paul ain't mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> and Rev, they just want to just say that. But if Paul right. said, I, w- I would rather you be as me and to be single and not be married mm-hmm. because he had the gift of singleness, then it couldn't, his doing could not be sexual. Mm. He could, he ain't had to deal with it. I mean, that's, he could, that's just plain, right? So sometimes. That's plain. Yeah. yeah sometimes y'all guys got to think. Yeah. You gotta have you guys. You talk because they, they thinking about themselves. Sex. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. So they really putting themselves out <laughs> there. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, so, yourself, yeah, you're right. So you're really putting yourself out there. Yeah. Paul never named this thorn, and it is the genius mm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Not to tell us what the thorn was. Mm. Genius. All he said was a message of Satan just sent to buffet me, or it just keeps pounding at me. It, but go it, ahead. It would have been one of the seven. Yeah. Deadly sins. Yeah, yeah, had, yeah. Had. I used to wish that there was um, something in the Bible. I used to wish that there was a detailed account of Jesus being married in the Bible so that I could look at what he Come did on. and say, okay, that's the right thing. In my maturity, yeah. I've learned that that's not in the Bible for that very reason. To God be the glory. Because people would have made a religion and they, they would have Out been Out of the relationship. Yes, yes. They would have been unrelenting. This is absolutely right and there's no bending yes. on it. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, that's happened enough 
Yeah. Yeah. With enough of the Bible. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I I I believe that mm-hmm. it is the absolute brilliance of the Holy Spirit not to name And without it the, the labeling it allows it to be more interchangeable Absolutely. as far as like what you're dealing with. So I have I think I have two questions. And we the question is okay, so there's a certain way you have to speak over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain way you have to speak to an individual that comes to you. Absolutely. So I will I will I will ask you to use your imagination. Okay. For a little for a minute. Sure. And probably you experience without giving a name. Sure. If you had to speak about this over the pulpit, it would sound one way, probably the way mm-hmm. we're talking now. Right. But your brother got to come to you. Yeah. Um, let me let me, let me me take it there. Mm-hmm. We all right? Absolutely. Your son at 16 yeah. has to come to you mm-hmm. and says, Dad, I'm dealing with, struggling with. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, what does the pastor say to, to the son, to the one that's coming towards him, to the one that's saying, hey, um, you know, I confide in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got to I've got to start with the premise that you cannot identify yourself with your sin. Being the only thing we really see that is in um, LGBTQ community mm-hmm. where they identify themselves with what they do. Mm-hmm. There's no separation. If you are in Christ and in ministry, or one of me in ministry, you cannot identify with it. Meaning, just because you lie doesn't mean you're a liar. Just because you do X, Y, Z, that doesn't make you an X, Y, Z-er. And so, son, you're dealing with something. First of all, if you're struggling, you're in a good place. And I say that because... You're human. You're not gonna. gonna you're life. not gonna win every yep. day. Yeah. You're not Jesus. That's why Jesus was here. You don't have to stand in the in the shoes of Jesus. Take it from your father, who used to think that that's what he had to do. No, the 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 gift of the Holy Spirit is to be able to not be Jesus uh, in a moment, and then be Jesus the very next moment. Mm-hmm. As in we get knocked down, but we can get back up. We have the power to do so. Uh, This does not define you. You got to break that way of thinking because uh, we know that demons travel in groups. And as soon as one of them gets you to fall, the other one comes to get you to stay there. Prodigal son. son. It was one spirit who tempted him to to get his inheritance and, and, and the lust of the eyes, it was a whole nother spirit who tempted him to say, you, you know what? Maybe I should just eat this pig slop. And then a lot of people get to the celebration too fast. It was a whole nother spirit that caused him to say, just let me be a doorman. Shame is come on, man. Come on. Guilt, shame, come on. It's the fall, the guilt, the shame. That's mm. a whole nother spirit. Mm. So we have to look at it in le- in in layers. And me having that knowledge, and just uh, at this point being a lot more mature. If my son is sixteen, that means I'm Lord. How <laughs> we want to do the math? How <laughs> we want to do the math? But I've 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 matured past the point that I am now, prayerfully. And so I'm able to tell him, hey, these are the layers. And so first, we got to make sure that we're addressing these and we're casting these spirits out so you can even hear what I'm about to tell you. Mm. 
about whatever the specific thing that you're going through. So I feel you got to get past the weight of the guilt and the shame because these things cause, uh, they cause mental issues. Mm -hmm. And um, without targeting that, I can give you the word. I can tell you what it is you need to hear. But if you're, if, if I don't first get you to the place to hear it, that's exactly what praise and worship is for. It's to codify and to make us all united in the glory of God so that by the time the word comes, I don't have to wonder if this word is going to be good. I don't have to wonder if this word is going to be for me. I've praised God and this word is from the same God that I've just spent uh, 15 to 20 minutes worshiping. And so my spirit is ready to receive. And so sometimes people need to be encouraged out of where they are okay. by whatever means before they can really, um, you got to till the ground. If you know somebody needs a seed of um, whatever the word is, in, uh, I don't know if they're dealing with depression, if they're dealing with anxiety, if they're dealing with uh, poverty, if they're dealing with anything, whatever seed they need, you have to make sure that ground is tilled for them to receive it because uh, the Bible talks about if that ground ain't right, yeah, the enemy can take it out. Um, they can go through something and that seed can be uprooted. There's so many things that can happen. So uh, my son comes to me saying that he's struggling with X, Y, Z. My first instinct is going to analyze how long he's been dealing with it. Because as I stated, there's things that come along with that. And if you've been trying to deal with this in the dark and it ain't been working, how long have you been suffering in silence? And what have I done that makes you feel like you had to do that? Because I'm with everything that's in me trying to cultivate an atmosphere in my house where the very first thing that happens, hey, dad, I need to talk to you. I don't want to cultivate an atmosphere where my son or my daughter feels like they have to try to figure it out themselves before they come to me. Cause Lord knows me in that position, <laughs> trying to handle things that were way above my pay grade. Um, it out, out 10th grade. I was accused of raping a girl mm. and emphasis on accused. I did not do it or else I would probably still be in jail. But, um, I try to handle it before it got to my parents. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Well, why did?" Because I had heard it of a of a friend of the girl who accused me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Well, why would she?" I'm trying to have conversations, da da da, and then I get called to the principal's office. Wow! Wow! Now I should have alerted my parents. It's it, but the issue was I was too worried about getting in trouble, mm -hmm. and I want my son to know even if he's faced with that exact same thing, I want him to know I'm going to, you know, we probably gonna have some words after the situation is over, yeah. but you got to know that I'm there without uh, 
without not without bias because obviously I'm gonna be biased toward my son. I'm there without malice. I'm there without okay. being. I can support you without being a- angry with you because in that way I model my heavenly father. And so um, I think that'll be the first order of business. If my son comes to me, I'm 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 gonna have to dissect how long he's been dealing with it, what other things he may be dealing with that has been caused by uh, suffering and silence, right? And then dealing with the issue. Good. Um, yeah, I think that mine would kind of be similar to that. Mm. Sound like you kind of started with an assessment, which I always start with assessment. (laughs) Um, but typically, (laughs) um, I would, um, first want to see like, what is, what's their readiness? Mm. Um, like where they are in the process. Are you actually, depending on what it is, I mean, each, whatever it is that the person is, or my son or daughter is dealing with, I definitely, it's, it's a different, like, I guess, answer or, um, formula for each one. It just really mm-hmm. depends. Mm-hmm. But my first thing would just be um, letting them, you know, speak their truth on what is it, how long have they been dealing with it. Yeah. Um, and if they're actually ready, if it's something that they need to transition out of, are they ready to make the change? Because I can tell you if you're dealing with, let's, I'm just going to say smoking because right. it's right. If you're dealing with smoking, but you, you just don't, you you know, you know for yourself, I need another year. I'm not, I'm not ready. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm coughing a lot, but I'm just not ready. Like, then it's kind of no point of us kind of, I mean, I'm going to work with you, but I need to make sure that you're actually ready to make a change and kind of impart those those things into their lives. Good, 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 good. Um, uh, so so um, when people come to me, mm-hmm. when people come to me, um, I I notice that people, guards are down when I don't look surprised when they tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, is you that know. Why you, is that why your face is like that? Like, you know, now? Yeah, you like, come to me. Yeah. People come to me saying, "You know what? I did you something. relax now." Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something, and uh, yeah, I think I ain't gonna make it, Rev. Right. I'm like, "Oh, all right." See, I don't like that. I yeah, don't like that yeah, one. Oh, all right. Really? Yeah. You gotta find a little bit, little bit more emphasis. Yeah, oh, oh, all right. Like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Because wait, wait a minute. Because, because, like, you know, I, I really did something that's gonna shock you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. this right here is you're not gonna believe what I should do, or right. what I'm still right. doing, or what I did yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You just not gonna believe this, and then they just okay, and they tell me, and I have. Have no response yeah. emotionally or uh, okay. Hey, whoa! Well, I was looking. I was looking that's for. It? I was looking for something. <laughs> right. I noticed that it's the first shot. Yeah. But then that's the first, in my opinion. This just just my little few years of ministering. Now the barriers are now down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They almost take that breath. They like, take Ooh. yes. It's like okay, good. Let me tell you what else. I so did. this is what like, I. <laughs> so this is how I started. It gets worse. Yeah. So yeah, Rev, that's not all. You know. So and then so I'm like, okay, good. All right, all right whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've learned to. You can frame a conversation. Mm. You can frame a conversation to condition healing. I was just Amen. about to say that. You know, you yeah. can literally frame a conversation mm-hmm. to condition healing, but that same conversation could be framed to condition gout. Doubt, um, uh, um, not doubt, gossip. Yep. Oh yeah. You can like gossip, frame right. like really, or then you can just like, or, or or you can take it. Somebody say something to you. Oh, I did that too. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute, that's something different. Yeah. Right. Like we we weren't talking about what you did. Right. Yeah. We talking about what I'm going through. Yes. Exactly. Oh, I did the same thing, and then and then you and then I've seen people when. I've you go to them, 
and then they tell you everything they, they did. did. You oh don't even God. get it. And you don't even get it out. Now you're the oh counselor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. yeah, I'm I go to the funny story. I'm going to kill myself now. Listen, I'm like, it's funny now. But back when I said it, I meant it with every ill intent in my body. So I lost my mother in 2017. And from that, I learned very quickly who else um, amongst my Facebook friends also lost their mother. Mm-hmm. You would have everybody, yeah, I lost my mom back in, yeah, I lost my mom back in. And I'd heard it so much, I had made a Facebook post, and I think I've are, are already apologized publicly, so I, I think I'm, a, I'm okay to bring it up. But I made a post, <laughs> I said, um, I fear of ever breaking my leg. Because I know I'm going to hear about everybody else who's ever broken their leg in history. Mm. And it's like, I know now, like, I'm glad I went through that because it better helps me uh, comfort those who um, lose a parent or just lose anyone. Because I may not know what to say all the time. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I know what not to say. Wow. <laughs> and yes, and I thank the Lord for that. And I know the number one thing not to say, yeah, you know, I don't know. It doesn't do anything. Wow. It it didn't help me not one bit. Wow. And so I know pe- 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 people who are like that. that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's horrible. But I, I, I uh, can attest to what you're saying. Um, and how you approach this is as far as your poker face because uh, my pastor deals with me the same way. And it's been so so many times where, you know, I've had to have a conversation with him, and I thought he was going to be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to have to sit you down for a little bit, you know. Yeah, but it's down. never take, been that. Take that bass from you. Yeah, that, yeah. Listen. You don't have to sit in the back. That, that, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that poker face takes the power out of come on whatever guilt or shame. I don't yeah. And, okay. Well, it must not be that it removes bad. The emotionalism. It it remo- yeah. the the it's, emotionalism that I may yeah, have. Exactly. Because I feel so guilty and 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 burdened by what I did or what I'm going through. Uh, that I was like, okay, pastor, I gotta, I gotta, and I'm nervous. Can you imagine? I'm like, he's yeah. like, he's gonna. If he's like, he's ooh, not gonna flip, like, but he's gonna be like, you know, gave him disappointed. He, never. Uh, yeah. I say it, and it's almost like. I'm bracing for impact. Right. And it never comes. I'm like, okay, well. Everything's all right. All clear. Maybe we're good here. You know what I mean? So I'd 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 say that to say that that is actually from 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 someone who has a past that's similar to that. That is very disarming. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And it is. In the best way. And, and like, like you said, it frames it, it takes the attention off of what I did mm-hmm. and it puts the attention on what are we gonna do? That's my that's my the problem. And you bring it, so now you so now we have to le- have to learn to frame conversations within the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am that's framing important. it today. I went to a, today I went to a funeral today, and um, a pastor was sitting next to me, and uh, we were sitting in the back, and we couldn't hear. We couldn't. Everything sounded fuzzy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everything fuzzy. And before anything else, like yeah, man, I wish we was up front. We in the back. You know, we looking at each other like we really can't. So mm. praise is going on and dancing. We're hearing everything else. Right. And the first thing I said to him was, yes, man, when you get your big church, I want to let you know. When you get your big church, that's what I said to him, I want to let you know, hey, you got to put your um, speakers every 30 feet because every 30 feet, um, your, your ears uh, gain a decibel mm. as the sound gets closer. 
So which simply means that when it's far away, like in a car, all you hear is the bass. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Right. But you don't hear the clarity until the car gets closer. So if any pastor in here got a church, you got, you know, make sure you put your speakers every 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Because every 30 feet, is, right. this is what I said to him. I framed the conversation. Uh, now he's going, and then the next thing I said to him was, now when you get your church, don't never say flings didn't get you nothing for your church. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But we didn't, dis- we didn't, we didn't talk bad about the church that we were in. Mm-hmm. We didn't discuss this. They could have did better. They could have did this. You didn't let them stay there. We didn't let it stay there. And I knew that's where it, 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 it I'm not saying that's where it was going, but mm-hmm. I am saying that that could have been a conversation. That's mm-hmm. probably what And it probably would have been yeah. something mm-hmm. like that being Definitely. said. So Absolutely. you frame conversations. Absolutely. And knowledge helps you to frame conversations. Mm-hmm. And people's experience when they talk to you gives you the knowledge. Yes. That's it. So you got to pick, you got to almost piggyback on all those things. Mm-hmm. You can't really, you got to hold on Absolutely. to those things. Yeah. And now you're able yeah. to sort of frame conversations. Yes. So when they do speak to you about something, yes, now let's let's deal with how to get through this. Exactly. Right? And let's deal with this in stages. Mm-hmm. And you, when I sometimes when I've been teaching in church, I after I teach, one thing I say, not tonight. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? They are not going to get this lesson tonight. Mm-hmm. Right. So do not be up all night talking about what was he talking about. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not going to get this lesson tonight. Yeah. Even Jesus said it. He was said, you don't understand me now, but hereafter. Mm-hmm. He said that. He said many that. Of he, many times. You're not going to understand what I'm saying, but times. hereafter. Hereafter. So a lot of times the advice you give people, mm-hmm. they won't even get it at that moment. Mm. Yeah. So now you, you're talking Good. to their future self. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're talking to something they're going to be. Yeah. And yeah. this is the and this places a demand on faithfulness. Yeah, you listen. You got to frame oh, the conversation. Oh. Conversation, yeah. about, the conversation is no you longer about what you what yes. you did wrong and what you no. Can we be faithful at prayer this time? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The conversation now changes. Mm-hmm. Now we're taking the energy off of what you did, right. and now we're talking about what you're going to do, can do, will do within yeah. the confines of your ability. Yeah. And now let's start here. Yes. Let's be faithful at. Praying every day this time. Mm-hmm. Or let's, hey, when you pick up the phone, stop thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Or be careful when you say certain things, but certain things trigger you. Yep. Yes. Let's start, let's, start, let's start thinking about it this way. Maybe mm-hmm. you're triggered by this. Maybe you are afraid. Right. And the reason why you're doing what you're doing is because you're afraid of being alone. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. Or you're afraid of being talked exactly. about. Or you're scared what it's going to look like not to have friends. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you got all these different yes, things sir. that's going on. And and I said to church before, we always um, walk into a room and we see an old room that hasn't been occupied and we see the spider webs. You can remove the spider web, yeah. but the spider webs are going to come back if you don't ever talk about the spider. Yeah. And so 100% what do we do? So a lot of that's times true. we preach symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You talking right? We preach symptoms. Absolutely. How to fix the symptoms. That's all we're preaching. We do not minister to the heart of the matter. Yes. Uh And I am of, I mean, part of me just believe you don't know the heart of the matter because you ain't the one supposed to be preaching. (laughs) That's how I, okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I believe. You don't, you, you'll never get yeah. to it because you ain't supposed to be opening up your mouth in the first place. Mm. True. God has a way of showing you who's who. Yeah. Mm. By, by, by giving people problems. Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to let y'all take this over. You yeah. know that certain times in a room, let's just say, let's use this room right here. Mm-hmm. This room right here. This room right here is designed for you not to think about what you're going to do when you walk in the room. Mm. How do I know? Because the chairs are already placed in a certain place. Mm. So you ain't got to think about what they do. You already know the chairs are here. Yeah. Mm. Also, we take away what's really going on because the room is dressed up as a church. Mm. Again, so we take that away as well. Right. 
And then you also know that the chairs are facing a certain position. Right. So we do know all the attention is up the front exactly. on the stage. Yeah. And so there are certain conditions that is within that room. It's That's framed for good. us to actually know what's going on. Yeah. I'm saying on it to say that even when you have conversations and you're dealing with people, you'll begin to position them in such a way that they say, okay, we ain't got to think about this. I don't have to rethink that. I ain't have to relive this. I don't have to make a big deal of it right. because you are already telling them this is how this is established. Right. Men go through this. Yeah. Women go through this. That emotion that you feel. Yeah. That biological uh, that biological desires that you have. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That attention that you get. Yeah. That you never got in high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you got a lot of leaders right now who get attention as men. They were clowns in school. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they wouldn't. Absolutely. Would nobody look at them I'm on a, on a good day? Yeah. You talking? They right? weren't popular. They were um, <laughs> clowns. You talking? Right? Clowns. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Clowns, clowns in school. Yes, and now you're getting all this tension that you never had. <laughs> it's feeding something that you what? need to give to God. <laughs> what you, you get? Yeah. What I'm saying, and, and that's why you. And by the way, this is the. I, I, I cannot wait to have the conversation. Oh God, help me have this conversation. Yeah. I'm against charismatic pastors. And mm. pastors who are really educated who don't feel like they need all that charisma. Mm. Mm -hmm. A lot of charismatic pastors always say, well, you ain't got to go to school. But mm. wait a minute, Rev. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. You was, if you are charismatic and you're good, you always been the man. Mm. You always had that thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The women always wanted you in, in high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're just using that. You always had that swagger. Oh, Lord, help us. You get what I'm help saying, us. Rev? Help you us. get help what I'm saying? So you, you didn't need yeah. as much. So, the room, so nobody got to stand up when you walk in the room because right. they've been standing up for you when before mm. you was. You was the man then, and you the man now. Let's just deal with it. Yeah. You get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, my Lord. So you didn't need that, but then you got the pastor that is less charismatic, who doesn't use his, charis his charisma as much, but uses education. Mm. Now that man has spent his years in the academy. Absolutely. Mm. His attention, mm. the attention, you know what I'm saying? He's wordy and this stuff like that. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. He looks at the gospel from a different vantage point. Mm. He shouts less. Mm -hmm. And the reason he don't shout as much is because he's been in the academy. And in the academy, you ain't got to shout. Yeah. Not, not at all. They with you listening. Yeah. You, you dialoguing. Yeah. yeah. So you ain't got to ah, raise your pen. Ah, you ain't got to raise it. You don't need true. all that. Just <laughs> raise your pen. That's right. Raise your hand. That's right. Raise your pen. That's right. So they don't have that. Mm -mm. And so you got one pastor talking against another pastor. Yes. I'm saying all that to say, when you have knowledge of who you are and what you're doing, you frame the conversation Absolutely. in such a way that you can bring a person to a place of deliverance. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. It's almost, a, it's almost, um, you, that's basically what I'm trying to say in all of this. Yeah. And I'm using all these different examples. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. But we frame these conversations yes. and we are learning from every little experience when people come to use hints, yeah. the reason why you got to have that poker face. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because not only are you diagnosing, uh -huh. you get what I'm saying? You are, all, in a kind of way, you are being diagnosed. Absolutely. Mm. And only God give the prognosis. Absolutely. We deal with that too. That's good. That's and, good. And the men diagnose. When only God can uh, we we not we don't have yeah. we don't have those tools. Yeah. God knows the end of a thing from the beginning. Absolutely. We can say go A, B, and C, but God has the ultimate yeah. say. That that uh that framing of conversations, I um I look at it as social intelligence. And I think that's so important for pastors to have. And in, in my immaturity, um, before I was really uh, walking where I'm walking now, I used to think that 
oh, pastors are 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 two faced. They you know they <laughs> they they one way and 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 and, and uh, <clears throat> right. Uh, you know they you know claim to like you, and then you know after church they they kind of the always look Sorry. like they on their way to get somewhere. But in my because I'm a little bit of a uh, not a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a people watcher. Okay. I'm a observer, mm-hmm. and uh, I read body language very very well. And uh, I've always and it's not for any particular purpose. I've just always enjoyed kind of seeing past what people present, you know. And so I used to think, I'm like, oh, man, like, pastors, you know, they say they love everybody and they da-da-da-da-da. In my maturity now, I understand that if that pastor was to have a conversation with the entire congregation after just preaching that word, he would be absolutely no good for the rest of the week. None. Mm -hmm. No good pastors have to have a certain level of preservation. That, that's that's just what comes along with. You can't have a conversation with everybody. You have it with some people. You can't have it with everybody. Even those pastors. Um, I grew up. My um, childhood pastor stood by the back door. That stood by the exit at the at the benediction at the benediction. Wow, <laughs> I couldn't say that word. Um, and he would uh, greet people as they were leaving, but he had somebody okay. standing behind him. Mm. They're like, "All right, Pastor, time to wow, right. yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, go. good, good. Time to go back good, to the office. Good, good. I didn't understand that, but I understand now through walking the path that I'm on now. No, it's about social intelligence, and the same way you can frame a conversation." Um, it's almost a responsibility because if we allow people to stay where or to lead the conversation, sometimes it can end up being more draining to us because mm-hmm. some people just like the gossip, even if, if it's about themselves. Mm-hmm. Some people don't want help. Exactly. They want attention. Uh-huh. And so if we don't frame, not only will we not be able to tell who is who, but we'll allow ourselves to continue to be drained over and over and over because we aren't taking the responsibility. So now I understand, no, oh, no, those pastors have a responsibility to take care of themselves mm. because if they don't do it, they might have somebody to help them take care of themselves, right, but right. nobody can step inside their body and do it. Right. Absolutely. So framing that is, I, I believe, a, a pastoral responsibility. Yeah, I think that, um, first of all, I think that's genius. I think that we, a lot of us have used it, like, and don't even know what we're doing. But (laughs) the framework absolutely is almost like um, it's it's for master communicators. Mm -hmm. And I think that if that was applied to, for pastors, for evangelists, for ministers, for any, anyone in leadership, I mean, it would, like you said, it would really produce a lot of healing um, in the conversation because you know how to navigate through the conversation yeah. you're able to pretty much uh decipher like kind of discern like who you're talking to mm-hmm. i don't need to argue even though you want to argue we we don't have to do that we can navigate through this conversation Absolutely. and get to where we need to get to instead of not getting anywhere because i'm wasting my time going through all these other things so framing it lets me kind of see the bigger picture mm-hmm. of what i'm dealing with um and and how to diagnose you like you said how to give you treatment 
and how to just kind of make it all kind of come full circle. Absolutely. So I think it's genius. I think that it yeah. should be applied to it's the leadership <laughs> model. It completely it's creates necessary. a master communicator. I mean, you it, you it can't lose. If you can't do it as a pastor, you need to have somebody around Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, you better learn you, it quick. You're a pastor. Listen, listen, <laughs> you better gotta, learn it. Listen to the elders. <laughs> listen to somebody and say, all right, I know you love everybody and you should. <laughs> But you got to preach next week, sir. Right. <laughs> so right. we're gonna need you to get back in this office, drink drink some water, eat yeah, some yeah, orange yeah. slices, yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and get your wits about you because uh, either you're going home, you going home to do something. If mm. if if you don't have a family, you going home to do something. Right. So you yeah. gonna need your strength for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. Yes, sir. So are you pulled on a lot by the people? Um, like as far as like um. I mean, I hear our pastor talk about all the time about the the pull kind of that's on the pastor, the, mm-hmm. re, the um, close relationship and how, yeah. like, your job kind of doesn't end at that's all. True. Um, <laughs> that is so, very true. well, I guess I want to clarify. Do, do you feel like your job does have, like, a cutoff uh, in regard to, like, how no. your um, congregation reaches out to you or Absolutely not. how you c- counsel and things like no, that? How, I, how does and, that look for you? Um, I don't think it can. I don't think it can for any pastor and no matter what comes before the pastor part okay i don't think it can i have a, a youth who reach reach out to me you know that <laughs> having um, a six-year-old and a three-year-old i have to Woo. abide by a certain <laughs> sleep schedule glory to god and <laughs> um some of my youth do not have that same uh probably none of them have that same sleep schedule so uh sometimes it may be late for me okay but They'd be like, hey, uh, Pastor, Pastor Gabriel, you up. I really need to talk about something. Uh-huh. Or it might not even be a youth. It, uh, it'll it be one of the people that fall into the young adult okay. age group. Hey, Pastor Gabe, I really need to talk about something. Or zooming out, me as a person, a friend, hey, Gabe, I really need to talk about something. It doesn't matter um, what time it is. If it's there's There's no end. There's no um, cutoff. Like, hey, I I can't talk right now. I'm about to go to sleep. No, if you're if you're texting me, then you need something, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna make myself available. Okay. I um, are we gonna um? So, in 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 giving advice, I will give this piece of advice here, and then Gabe, I always ask the question, mm-hmm. "What's next?" Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the floor is yours. Okay. What's next? The what's next is going to be for Gabe, for the family, for the ministry, the mission, the business, dancing. <laughs> dancing. <laughs> I, yes. I you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's what's next. But oh. I want to say I want to say this. Whenever you start whenever you start counseling with people, and I want to give this okay. piece of a pastoral advice, or I would I would just I would reframe it. I would um say leadership advice. Mm. Well, there's a such thing as you choosing what to do. I mean, there are some things in knowing you have to understand that you are cho- uh, chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some people can choose life, but please be mindful that some people understand that life chose them. Mm-hmm. Come on. Life chose you. Yeah. So you got to allow life to make certain decisions for you. Absolutely. When you are dealing with people, when I've learned this, when I'm dealing with people, one thing I paid attention to was I've noticed that there were certain things that happened during the course of my day that, aided to the 
words that I was speaking to them. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like I went through something Absolutely. at nine o'clock that's <laughs> oh, going to help oh, you at six fourteen. You get what I'm and saying? And it's usually I was irritated by. Yeah, that. yeah, it's true. This is <laughs> yeah. true. This is true. Absolutely. So I've learned to allow life. I've learned to allow life to use me, aka. If I feel like I am watching something or listening to something or come something come to my spirit, then I I bend into that. Yeah, have to. I bend. I I fold into it. I don't be like, oh no, I gotta do something else. Yeah. Why is why is this message being sent to me? Mm-hmm. Why am I why is my, why um am I focused on this, or why do I feel like taking a nap right now? Or why do I need to go sit down and listen to my mom? Mm-hmm. I just there is a there is a sometimes you got to know that you are you are chosen. Yes, and the messages in life are actually leading you so that you can lead people. Yeah, they absolutely. are giving you the answers. Wow, they are mm-hmm. giving you the answers. Yeah. So pastors, leaders, ministers, mm-hmm. people don't get so caught up in making choices as to how you're going to do things mm-hmm. that you miss those little small messages during the course of the day that's going to help you deal with people. If you catch them. If you catch them. You realize they're not very small at all. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. They're if you catch them. not very small yes. at all. I've, I have a prayer that I used to pray. I used to, um, I got, lead me and guide me. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Da, da, da. And then um, there was a, I don't know if it was a sermon, but this is a while ago. Something hit me and it rewired my brain. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. You have to be of a certain maturity and faith to see the things that you're asking for. Amen. And unless you believe, rather, unless you know that God is leading you, whether through his word, an angel, nature. That's right. You won't. That's right. See it. You won't see it. You won't, you won't you, look for. You, you won't and see. Especially in your. Oh my God! Especially in your emotions. Yes. Mm-hmm. I tell my youth all the time because emotions can be dangerous if you don't know how to approach them. Mm. And so I tell them, your emotions never belong in the driver's seat, but they're wonderful passengers on come a road on, trip. Come on, come on. And that passenger is usually holding the map. I like that. Telling you where you are, telling you where you're on your way to, and then you have to decide whether you want to go there, right? My anger can tell me where I am. Yeah. And the responsible thing to do is to ask myself, why am I angry about this? Wow. But where anger might want me to go mm-hmm. is to an action that I know ain't right. And I'm, yeah. mm, no, I am angry, yeah. but I'm not going to do that. Right. I am sad, but I'm not. So emotions are wonderful passengers because they tell you where you are and you need to know where you are because you might not be where you think you are (laughs) you know you you might not be as 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 healed from that situation as you think you are so the fact that you were triggered by something is good yeah if you handle it the right right Mm way and i've noticed that those 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 um those, I guess, uh, spurts of emotionalism, mm-hmm. you know, call it a spurt, call it a sprout. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sprinkle. Yeah, call it a sprinkle. <laughs> right. call, call it minefield. You hear what I said? <laughs> Those explosions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that if if you allow, if you can, without fear, yeah. go back and say, what was that about? Mm. You can give a lot of answers. You can oh, really God. answer some things. 
the other day I was I was I'm gonna be transparent moment. Yeah. I went off on a friend of mine. I just, just went off and I went off and they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I went off and and I'm like, you know, so at night I didn't go to bed that night. Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, that's not my. You know, I thought I was over that. Get just going mm-hmm. off on. I'm like, I don't. You know, I got it. But I thought about it enough. And when I and then I said, and and and, the, and when you say you're not you're not that healed, you may not be as healed as you thought you were. Mm-hmm. Then. I am okay with saying that I'm going through the healing process. Yes. Nothing yes. about me is ever at a place where I feel like I'm guilty mm-hmm. of what I'm dealing with Absolutely. or what's dealing with me. Mm-hmm. But it does lead me somewhere. I like that. Can I have that um, sermon? It's all yours. Thank you. I'm preaching it. Yes, you, you know, if it wasn't, I was going to steal and I'm going to ask God for forgiveness <laughs> later. Yeah, but I'm going to take it yeah, anyway, bro. Right, right. Yeah, it was good. It's good. So, and I get there and I, and I, start, and I start praying. When I was praying, and this is this is the hand of God at yeah. work. You know, it is it is it is it is. If, if I could put it in the scripture, it is what it, it is. It is how it is the grace in the hand of God mm. that we really don't understand. Yes, and it's really don't. But you yes. do know that David did sleep with Bathsheba. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. without Bathsheba, we would never have Solomon. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a serious thing. Like yeah. I know, I know yeah. what y'all are saying, but please don't end the story right there. Yeah. Please. Please. Please don't. Can the the story keeps going. There's more. And there's so much more to the story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And Solomon, one of the wisest. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And they always try to get, and Israel always tried to get back to the days of Solomon, even to the day. But I'll deal with that. Mm. So mm. something something came out of it. Yeah. I was, I prayed about it. And I said, well, God, you this, this, that, that, this, 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 that. And while I was praying about it, Spirit of God, like, arrested me while I was praying about that and gave me a revelation mm. for that mm. in my prayer. And he said, you, you think, your prayer is going to move me? <laughs> mm. I've been moving before you prayed. Mm. So you know what prayer does? Prayer lets you know where God is moving mm. and how God is moving. Prayer makes you sensitive to what he's doing. Yes. That, was the, that was the perfect, it makes you yes. sensitive. Yes. That's what prayer does. It, you know, prayer moves the hand of God. God yes. said, no, yes. when you don't pray, I'm moving. Yes, amen. <sighs> Prayer makes, prayer makes you sensitive Absolutely. to where he's moving and how he's moving. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, oh, so true. this yes. is what I got out of that. Mm-hmm. Having never been through that, I would have never got this revelation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to produce a new series of sermons yeah. and teachings. Yeah. And now I got to go and revise my book. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> Again, you know what I'm saying? Because it gave me something when I can go back. And, that's, and this is what I call the spirit of repenting. Mm. Yeah. Which is going back and where repent means to think about it mm-hmm. yeah. and think again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just think again. Yes. I did a, um, I think, it, I, I don't remember it being a sermon. I think it was a Bible study lesson where I denounced the word trauma. And did, this is for the mature question. Because a lot of people like to hang on to that word for their own reasons. Let's hear that. Paul says, count it. All joy to God be glory when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience and let patience have its perfect, perfect work. Way. The most traumatic, possibly traumatic thing I've ever been through in my life was the sudden loss of my mother. Mm. Hands down, no question, no debate. It broke me. In my maturity, I have found that that was really the beginning to me accepting the call to ministry on my life. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't realize it in 2017 or in 2018 or in 2019, <laughs> but eventually it hit me. And so how can we say both of these things can't be true, right? God does things to hurt us for nothing or just for pain's sake mm-hmm. and that he's good. Mm-hmm. Both of them can't be true. So if you're a believer in Christ, you cannot, you do not have the luxury of adopting the world's view of looking at something that the world may call traumatic mm. and deeming it mm. bad. Mm. Because mm. if God gets the glory from everything, how can everything not work for our good? Mm. Just because you don't see it at the moment doesn't mean it's not good. And that sounds cliche until you live it. Yes. It sounds cliche, just like anything. That's Everything right. in the Bible is going to sound cliche yeah. until you live it. But I don't believe in trauma. Mm. I believe in not fully understanding the mind of God until he decides to reveal it to me. Understand. Right. So I, I, I can't say, and that's a big example, but uh, zoom in. I have a moment of irritation. Okay. After, and, and. And count means past tense anyway. That's right. You can't that's count right. something until it's past. That's right. That's right. So after you're past the situation, when you look back on it, count it all. God says, count it joy. Not while you're going through it. Mm. The Bible says while you're going through certain things, it's not going to feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says that. We don't have to be machines. Mm. Yeah, we're going to feel negative emotions. That's fine. But when you look back on it, you should be able to say, or pinpoint the good that came from it Woo. eventually. Yeah. And even if you can't, don't call it bad. Mm. Don't call it trauma. Or else you're making the your God to be a liar. Because everything works for our good. Wow. Unless you don't believe in the Bible. That's an interesting perspective. That is an interesting Very, perspective. Interesting. Because That's it is it, because it's true. the it's the ongoing, it is the ongoing um, I guess, concert of life. Yeah, life just keeps on going. Yeah. If you keep living, you're going to learn that what you've been through had some purpose mm-hmm. into you becoming who you are. And the oh honest God. word that many of us do not want to hear is, "You would not be who mm-hmm. you are you if that you wouldn't have learned what you learned." Happen. That's that's the poster child for this. Job. Job took the power of the enemy. In one verse, in just a couple words, he left no room. You know, some people, oh, the devil's busy. He eliminated, he obliterated that in his suffering in one phrase. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. That means if I have it, it was God. Mm. If I lose it, it was God. There's no space. And because of that, a book that's 42 chapters. That's right. You only find the devil in, what, two or three of them? That's Job good. extracted the devil out of his story. You know, I got preached about Job, right? See, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I got preached about Job in 2020. Job extracted the That's devil. Good. He was in the beginning of the story. Sure. Good. Good. But Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. He kicked him out. This don't have nothing to do with you. Mm. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to fall for that. The Lord giveth and the Lord mm-hmm. it's, it, there's There's no other way of the state of things. It's either I have this water bottle or I don't. Wow. 
That's another level. That's, so God that's a is level. here when I have it. Yeah. And God orchestrated it if I don't. There's yeah. that leaves no room for the devil. Mm. Mm. Hmm. That's okay. That's an interesting so, point. I mean, okay. How you feel about it? I, I, so I love what you said. Okay. I love I like, absolutely you. love what you said. <laughs> I don't totally agree with the verbiage of it. Okay. Um I don't agree that um I mean I, I can't really say I don't agree, but those that kind of like you said, live in the in the status of trauma. Mm-hmm. I think that that's completely unhealthy to mm-hmm. just every day live in the status of trauma. But Agreed. I think taking away that term, if that's mm-hmm. something that someone has gone through, um, it might not be the best thing to do. It's almost like okay. taking away their classification of like if they say that they dealt with fear, if they've dealt with depression, that's kind yeah, of just like something that they've dealt with just mm-hmm. in general. Um, but um, I think that um, – I think that that, that I like everything. I love everything that you said, Mm. except for that part, just because (laughs) I feel like it would uh, people have dealt with what they have dealt with. And that's their story. But they should not live in it. Things can be traumatic. Yes. But you don't have to be traumatized. I don't think I definitely don't agree with that. Now, I wasn't. No, I feel like you you the things that you go through, if Mm -hmm. it was traumatic, Mm -hmm. it can cause trauma in your life. Now it's it's our job or our um to hopefully be able to get over those things because Absolutely. obviously you have to especially yeah. like um we call it like PTSD post traumatic stress syndrome for example um it's not something you should live in yeah. but the time that you take to heal from that um the goal is to obviously heal right. but I can't take it away from you that something traumatic happened to you Absolutely which not. then has created a trauma in your life you don't have yeah. to stay there but Absolutely it not. did happen. So I yeah. think just completely removing the word completely that mm-hmm. you just you didn't go through trauma it might be a little insensitive. I so okay. Clarify for those who are watching. What I'm talking about is a journey. Okay. Because I didn't always believe this. Okay. Like I said, when my mom first passed, you, you would ask me if I was traumatized. I was yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. What I wanna give to people is you don't have to make your bed there. Right. In that there's a better place on that journey. Whether it's grief or um, suffering um, or being a survivor of abuse. Yeah. Whatever it is, a lot of, well, I'll say the worldly view mm-hmm. is that, you know, you can live with your trauma. You can, you yeah, know. Do all these things. So I'm specifically talking about as a believer. Okay. You can get to a place where not only can you be healed, mm-hmm. but you can see the good. Yeah. In what happened. Agreed. That's all. And then the past, you, the, 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 it's a past trauma. Yes. And that yes. Has happened for absolutely. Yes. And 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 that past event or situation no longer has power over you. Yeah. But it's certainly not a. Yeah. Oh, I I went through it and I counted joy the next day. No, yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. Depending on the severity of it, it mm-hmm. could take. In in my instance, it took years. Yeah. To, okay. to and that past that past trauma can be converted. Oh, yeah. Energy converted in, 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 ah, that's, that's, that's future the word. glory. Yes. That's the perfect word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You can like do something with it. Yeah. I've I've, I've learned to take life's stuff. Yes. And it's make fuel. it a utility. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that Absolutely. it should be. Yeah. It should be a utility. Yeah. Why not? Or 
you know, yeah. a, a greater good or something that helps us to sort of for become ministry. Yeah, yeah, for ministry yeah. and help us with humanity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I believe that. I've, I have stopping it. Yeah, I have cried with friends who have lost parents, and we haven't even been in the same room. But because of what I went through, I I can use that. Hey, friend, I'm walking this with you. Mm-hmm. I'm bearing this with you like a friend because mm. I didn't have the same relationship you might have had with your parent. But because I'm no longer running from my pain mm. and I mm-hmm. embrace it, yeah. I can use that as fuel to empathize, sympathize with what you're going through. Absolutely. So. When we get to that point where we're past the trauma, it's really like a superpower. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. It makes me think of a story. This yeah. story might be extremely inappropriate, but <laughs> let's have it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> okay. So, back in the day, like when I used to um, smoke, we, um, I remember myself and a couple other friends in a high state. And mm. one of our friends, she was just doing it for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Probably inappropriate, guys. I'm just gonna. No, I think no, it's gonna no. all tie together. Okay, so she I hope was, I have a good poker face that I wasn't yeah, shocked. Yeah, take the poker <laughs> face. I know, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't like. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sure someone's looking like. Ah. And in in broadcast. Lord help us. Um, right. So it was her first time, and she was starting to smoke, mm-hmm. and so she started to get dizzy. She started having all these symptoms that some people don't have, mm-hmm. and so um, one of our friends reached over and tapped on her shoulder and said, "Relax." You're just high, right? <laughs> right? So I said I wanted to coin that as relax is just life. And your story to mm. me just reminds me of, like, when we go through all of those different things, yeah. like, it's kind of like this relax. Like, it's yeah. just life. You need like, somebody there that's that's been where you're headed to or, yeah. or where you're at to give you uh, that perspective. Yeah. That's, why God, that's why God uses us and puts us in situations so that we can help others. Yeah. Yeah. It's just life. It's so just it, life. Yeah. And is I that, preach a sermon. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, I preach a sermon. And, and, and just, just just not to talk about the subject, but I preached a sermon quite a few years ago. It says everybody needs a friend that don't believe in magic. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> everybody needs Tricks a for friend kids, baby. that don't be- like Everybody that, that one like that. friend I like that. that just don't believe in magic. <laughs> you know, all of y'all, all of y'all Christians, where y'all at? Oh, y'all, you all it. Everybody that one friend. Yeah. Man, if you don't get your up. <laughs> let's go let's go make Come this happen you know yeah. get it together you know yeah. everybody that Shake one friend you know everybody's going you you know <laughs> jesus hears you jesus gonna love you we gonna hug you call pastor fliggins right. you know what i'm saying right. like now nah, we go you know everybody need that friend Absolutely. that don't believe in magic mm. and so yeah so that's it all right i got one more question one more question the floor is his the right. floor is his after this so this one. is so random go for it so i've i've seen you through some transitions, mm-hmm. and I noticed that one week I saw you, you had the shades on, yeah. and you never took them off ah, again. Right. I want to know what's the story with the shades. Oh man! And it might not be a story. I just, I just feel it like, like, what is, is it? Like, what? not kind of. Okay. I, I, I went through a period earlier this year mm-hmm. where I realized, or uh, it was revealed to me, who I am. Okay. Or it started to be revealed to me. I'll say because I don't think I even have the full gist of it just yet but mm-hmm. it started to be revealed to me who I am mm-hmm. and it's not that um who I am is necessarily a look okay but this is uh 
a superhero has to have their costume. Okay. Nice. In a sense. Yeah. And um, this is a outward expression of who I am becoming. Okay. And it's really um, who I was always afraid to be. Wow. Oh, okay. It's it, it's it's I'm 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 comfortable in it now. But if you were to ask me this in February, mm-hmm. like, no, I'm that's not. good. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Make you know, it. I never understood mm-hmm. it. I never. Yeah. You finish? Yeah, yeah. No, I never it's understood like, it, right? Mm-hmm. But two years ago, my church would tell you every day I would start wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. Now look at me. Wow. Yeah. That's before. Every day. That's every crazy. day. Big ones. Big like ones. Like that. Like this. <laughs> every day. Like yeah. Every what are you listening day. To? <laughs> it's real. Every day. And now mm-hmm. I now I have my own podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it, that's it's real. It's things to remind yourself uh of the of the metamorphosis. Come mm-hmm. on. Like, oh, okay, I'm I'm a butterfly don't look the same yeah, sure. before Absolutely. and after the cocoon. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, it 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 almost fills me with joy to to the point I can't even contain my smile. Wow. The amount of people who have said this year, like, you you look different. Uh-huh. You 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 don't always wearing shades. You wasn't always wearing jewelry. You wasn't always doing this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I wow. wasn't always where I am. Good, okay. good, good, yeah. good, good. The smile says it all. Yeah, I love it. I, I love can't it. hold it back. The smile says it all. I can't. Beautiful, man. All right, now. All right, man. It's the floor is yours. What's next for Gabe? Oh, man. Yeah, your um, name is, what's your whole name? Gabriel Thomas? Gabriel. What's your middle name? <clears throat> Put the government out there. <laughs> and your okay, social I'm, Nath- I'm joking. Nathaniel. All right. Yeah, no, Gabriel. no. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I'm not ashamed. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Gabriel and Nathaniel Thomas. So God be glory. If I was a man, I think yeah. my name would be Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Really? Get it, Nathaniel. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. No, too, much, I, yeah. too much. Too much. Sorry. Okay. But, uh, Come on, Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> the, the floor is yours. What's oh, next man. for you? What's next is right now, man. Uh, God is, is all but... Uh, kicking me out the door into um, full artistry and um, my who I was af- always been afraid to be comes from um, watching my parents in the music industry and um, in the church industry as well, which is, you know, another conversation, but I watched a lot of the ugly stuff that they had to deal with mm. as far as um, the deception and, and and uh, and people that are called uncles and aunts mm, wow. one day were no longer uncles and aunts because uh, they had one face in front of my parents and they had another face behind them. Wow. And um, eventually it would always come to light. And um, I would hear things, and I remember probably more um, than uh, my parents probably re- realized, but I remember... Being like, hey, uncle so-and-so, and then, you know, a month later hearing uncle so-and-so did this. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like a friend. And so I always had this thing, um, you know, I'm going to sing, you know, in church, and I'm going to, you know, play the bass in church. Yeah. But, like, I have no desire to go any further than that. And really, I did have a desire to do it. Mm. But... I was afraid because of everything that I, I had saw growing up. Um, but that that time in my life is over. And um, God is calling me full force into uh, production. And I actually posted a video of it okay. on Facebook. The, um, the gentleman who came my last week playing. 
Okay. The guest pastor. Okay. I mm. forget his name. From last week? No. You said from when? The, my last week playing the bass. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Oh, Danton. Danton. Yes. Boom. Assistant Pastor Um, Danton Whitley. Never heard of him. Didn't know this man from Mm -hmm. Can Paint. And um, prophesied accurately. And it's something that I needed to be reminded of at that time because it's it's tough knowing what you are and it not manifesting around you yet, Um, even though it's manifested in you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, I am... um, I, this year, uh, really started maybe late last year, maybe like October, November. Uh, I just started on GarageBand mm-hmm. and learning about production and mm-hmm. asking um, questions to um, the resources that I have, which are really amazing resources, and um, just using everything God has put in me mm-hmm. to, um, I, I call it, um, transcribing the sound of heaven. Wow. As, as he gives it to me and nice. and and so uh this is what i wake up in the morning and am excited to do wow so Beautiful. um i'm just i am preparing myself um i know i'm not as good mm-hmm. as i will be but um i like what i'm hearing like, and uh, pe- people have liked what they've been hearing so far and cool. so my um my uh, goal is to figure out a way to uh, release this stuff because I don't want to just toss another song out there in the ocean of billions of songs. Mm-hmm. I want to release it in a way that's going to have an impact. Um, and how that comes together in ministry. I don't believe that. I'm under the belief that God has made me specifically and uniquely and that there's going to be an intersection of everything that I do. Maybe not next year, maybe not in the year after that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that me being an artist has a lot to do with the, um, the biblical foundations as a pastor and a preacher that I have. Okay. And um, I truly believe that it's going to be huge and amazing, not because of me, but because of the God that I serve. Yeah. And um, all I have to do is be willing to go out further and further into those waters and um i'm willing beautiful i'm willing so that's what's next beautiful. and that's what's now nice, okay. nice, nice. thank you sir and yes, is sir. it is it the full is the full production of um music in every capacity that that you would be putting together for your projects as. like um will you you'll be doing the the mu- the musical aspect the the vocal oh yes the, the yes entire um, piece of the, all of the songs that i've uh created or that God has given me to create they start as voice memos okay and so um, you'll either hear me like humming a beat or <laughs> uh-huh. like getting a lyric but um I've written I've produced vocally arranged Beautiful. and saying everything great so far I hope wow. that won't be the case one day uh-huh. as far as um <laughs> I will because I have so many talented friends but I know I don't have the money to pay them what yeah. I think they're worth right mm-hmm. and um I would never insult them and I know they would probably say oh you know you can no no mm-hmm. because I'm serious about what I do and I don't want no uh volunteer level stuff I want to be paying you for what you're so until then um i'm honing my own skills uh, specifically in production and mixing and learning more about sound all of the things that i've 
always loved to do. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's just now I'm I, f- I feel like I have permission to do it. Wow. To God Great. be glory. Yes, sir. That's that. So that's so. What's next is now. What's next is now. And you're yes. doing it right now. I am doing it right now. How do you feel? I feel at this current moment. Like I said, I wake up in the morning ready to finish a song. I wake up in the morning ready to start a song. It it's like some moments I can't think of anything else. Nice. But that. So I'm right there in my home office, and I'm on my iPad, and I'm like putting things together and I'm, 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 I'm praying and I feel like I'm receiving and, mm. um, it's like, I can't finish a song before God gives me two or three more songs right, so right after good I finish one and I just want to yes. enjoy it. And cause all these songs are about me. Okay. Okay. There, there is not one song that I have uh, created that hasn't been about a moment in time. More importantly, that's not biblically based. That's important. Mm. Everything has a scripture, even if it's not mentioned explicitly in the song. Right. It's okay. based off the scripture. Oh, so it's biblically sound. Right. Um, but next to that, it's it's about a personal moment. I've I've probably cried at least maybe three or four times to each song. Wow. Like, cause I'll finish it and then I'll listen to it and then it it'll minister to me. Mm. right in that place mm-hmm. like oh wow okay so my only hope not hope my expectation is that god is going to use it to minister to somebody else who may be in the same place to god Beautiful. be the glory yeah that's excellent okay. thank you how do we find your social media doc yeah uh you can find me on instagram at look a martian l-o-o-k-a-m-a-r-t-i-a-n um it's funny because it started out as a joke i wanted it to be like uh you know you like a picture you like a video like look a martian like your picture yeah. you know oh yeah <laughs> very childish <laughs> very very childish um but people started to kind of know me by that and and so well, i'm not gonna change it now so uh, you can find me on instagram at look a martian you can find me on facebook at gabriel mars thomas um i think that's probably the only two social medias i have um that's good for public consumption. Good, 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 good. good. You That's still do excellent. the dance ministry, like with with your church, or yes, you, okay. I um I help out here and there with my dance ministry. We do have a um we do have a dance ministry leader. Okay, and so um whenever she um you know wants my help with something, she'll ask me. I don't I, I don't think just because I'm a professional dancer that I have to be involved with everything having to right. having to do with dance mm-hmm. at my church just because I know how to do it right. because the ministry leader is perfectly capable right so but yeah i i um i help with choreography here and there and um do certain things with the kids good yeah good all right nice. thank you sir yeah. appreciate Great. you this was excellent. an excellent this excellent was excellent excellent excellent, excellent. excellent. Thank you guys this was good. honored yes. this opportunity to be on this yeah, hollow yeah. piano <laughs> 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 no. no i watch the podcast all the time and um and man i've been dreaming about this day so yeah, thank, wow. thank you guys yeah, for having yeah, me yeah yeah, well, yeah it was a blessing Absolutely. it was a thank you, blessing. Gabe, so right, thank you guys. <laughs> that was excellent um so i guess we'll pray out oh actually do you want to do you want to close this out with prayer or um are you i mean we can it's fine sure, sure. Do you wanna, yeah, how you yeah. Wanna i'm finished i'm finished pastor thank yeah. you thank you thank you thank you thank you Okay, amen. Um, 
This is your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side, everything from A to Z. This episode will be available this Friday. Friday's date is the 30th, the 30th of September, correct? Yes. Yes, September the 30th. You can listen to this episode on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. Thanks again for hanging out with us. This is the past tour. Yes. We love you. And thank you for loving us. New music. Yes. Thank you.